Hello and welcome to yet what, what episode's this? Well, I told you last week they were on sixteen, but in fact we were on fifteen last week. <coughs> so oh, so this is now sixteen. Yeah, this is now sixteen. Okay, so hello and welcome to episode sixteen. Yes, With myself, Billy. I'm Sean. And yourself. Yep, you are. And this week we have nothing to talk about. So, <laughs> I think that probably is a wrap. Well, that's a very um, short show so, so far. <clears throat> it was good hearing from you again. Um, and I will oh, see you next time. Bye. Bye. And we're <laughs> back. And <laughs> we're done. Actually, I, have oh, a, wait, wait, actually I do have a few things to talk about, but... Uh, Okay, well, I guess should we just get straight into what I had to talk about before we get into the, the game stuff? Yeah, might as well. Should we start with... Well, the, well I suppose... I'll start off with the... Yeah, we'll start off with the, the, the recent stuff. But, um... I went on an eBay selling spree again. Oh! Got my email through saying that I, uh... Get £1 maximum selling fees for all your stuff. Because usually they take, like, 10% yeah. or whatever. So I thought... This is the time. So I decided to sell some stuff. Oh, okay. Here's what I sold. I sold what did you sell? my Nintendo Switch OLED. Oh, so you got rid of the OLED? I did. Because uh, I sent it... The, the reason I bring this up is because I sent it away. Oh, I, I haven't told you the... <laughs> I've told you, I sent you a message about what happened before that. I suppose maybe I should get into that before and actually before I get into the EP story. But um, yeah, so... <clears throat> when I got my Switch, uh, well, it wasn't me who had the cause, it was my little cousin, but it was fine. Uh, the, the, when she put it back in the dock, she sort of scuffed the edge of the screen. So it wasn't like directly on right. the OLED itself, but it was like a, a scratch. I thought, oh shit. So I went on, and that was just not long after I got it. Now I was still waiting for my uh, screen, screen protector at that point. But as soon as I got the screen protector, I put it on. And I was always intended to send it to Nintendo to see if they could like fix it or price it up to fix it. But I just never got around to it. Well, that was back in October or November that happened. Uh, I've just been busy with stuff since then. So I thought, you know what, now's the time. Like, a new product is coming out that I'm very excited about. So let's get some funds for that. So I thought, I'll send it to Nintendo. Because for some reason, they don't give you prices online of like how much it would cost for a certain thing to be repaired. They only give you the maximum that would ever they would ever charge you for a repair if it's in warranty. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, okay, I'll send it away. So the UPS guy came. Uh, I packed it up in a box. He took it away. Then I went there the next day. Then I waited like a couple of days. And they came back saying, oh, for to repair this tiny little scuff on the screen. I know it's, it's not a really big deal. A lot of people wouldn't care about a little scuff, but I do because it's just I'm that kind of person. So as soon as I know something's there, I'll just keep looking at it. <laughs> you know what All I mean? Right. Um, no, I, I get, I get it, I get it. It's the way my screen protectors on my OLED is that it's a tiny wee bit of dust at the top left, which isn't really that big of a deal. It doesn't affect the screen, but I know it's there. Yes, and I can't stop looking at it. Exactly. <laughs> so imagine that with it's, it's, honestly, it's the tiniest, tiniest little scuff. It really, you only really notice it when you have the white home screen on. Uh, mm-hmm. But during gameplay, it's because it's right in the corner. You don't, you honestly never see it because uh, I tested like Kirby and all that on it and bunch of other games that you really have to look for it to find it um but it was still bothered me so i wanted to see if it would cost and they wanted to charge 190 pounds which is basically mental. the price of an entire switch 
So they they weren't going to replace the screen, they were going to replace the entire Switch console. For the OLED stuff. Just for a scratch? Yes. So they don't, because I expected, well, maybe they just rip the film off and apply a new layer of the, the protective film. Because when you look at the scuff and look under a light, the screen isn't damaged, it's just, and when you look into it, because the iPhone I've got has got that like macro camera thing where you can go like really into something. You can still see the mm-hmm. picture coming through it. You can still see the colors of the game that's playing at the time. It's just scuffed a little bit. Um, but yeah, but they don't, they don't replace the screen itself. They just replace the entire Switch. Whenever you have a screen issue, it looks like. So I thought, well, I'm not buying a whole new Switch. So I thought, I'll just sell it as is and just have a big warning on the listing saying, like, hey. So there's a wee scuff. The reason why this is cheaper than, like, other Switches you see on here is because there's this uh, little scuff on the screen. Because I know that would bother some people. Um, yeah, so I put my listing up. I put uh, took a picture of the Switch itself playing games and, like, took a picture up close to the screen as well to show where the scratch was and that kind of stuff. Then I threw in like the carrying case that came with the Switch as well. I threw in the Hori Pad Split Pad Pros, which are just awesome controllers. Because mm-hmm. I haven't, because I also said in the thing, like I actually haven't used Joy-Cons at all. Those white Joy-Cons, I have never used them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because uh, as soon as I got my Switch OLED, I put my Hori Pad, Hori Pad Pros on it because they're just superior. Yeah, um, they are so, so good. Yeah, they're amazing. Um, so I said in the listing, like the Joy-Con are brand new, haven't been opened. The HDMI cable hasn't been touched. The grips haven't been touched. Uh, the Joy-Con grip and the wrist straps haven't been touched. The only things that have been out of this box is the Switch itself on the dock, um, which was replaced because it wouldn't bring in a picture. So basically, that's brand new. Because as soon as I got that dock back, uh, I just put it back in the Nintendo Switch box. So that's brand new technically. So that has been touched. Since I got that repaired uh, or replaced by Nintendo back in October, um, so really the only thing in there has been used as the Switch itself. So I put it up for like two fifty, which I think is reasonable. That's it. That's pretty good. Yeah, so I put it up for two fifty. Buy it now, um, but I had it on like as an auction for like a hundred. Um, so I put that up, and ten minutes later, it was gone. I thought, oh, jeez, that didn't take long. Yeah, it really didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I was so shocked when it came through. A notification. I thought it was going to be like a message. So, oh, could you bring it down to whatever? I was like, nope, gone. Um, Too fasty, just like that. Yeah, it was fantastic. I thought, oh, fantastic. That's great. Because cause I've had a, I'm a bit hesitant to sell it. Well, I mean, I've sold it a lot on eBay last year, like September last year, but I do always have this anxiety about it because of my last experience a while back. And also the effort you have to go into to actually. Well, the effort I go into to do a listing, because when I do a listing, I go into as much detail as possible, and I put yeah. tons of pictures on it, because these people who upload a stock image, and like, the default description from like, the Nintendo.com or whatever, and copy that into the listing, like, I'm not that kind of person, like, I want to show you what I have, and what you're getting, and as many pictures and as much detail as possible, because that's the, what I would want if I went on eBay, so I do what mm-hmm. I would want, um, so I put a lot of effort into my stuff, and, uh, and it sold really quickly. So I thought, great, so what else can I sell? Because that's me got two fifty now, plus the ten pound for the the postage. So I thought, what else have I got here? Oh, I've got my mini fridge. Oh, so did you sell the mini fridge? I, yeah, so I had an <laughs> I have told you off air well, off air as if we're on the, the radio, but on I the radio. Told you I wish. I know. <laughs> okay, imagine our voices over the airwaves. <laughs> 
<laughs> mm. BBC Radio. One day. I know. I'd, I'd love that. That's, that's kind of like a dream thing for me. Yeah, that'd be cool. That'd be awesome. But um, I had that issue with the fan. Um, yeah. Making that weird noise, and you told me uh, don't, uh, you shouldn't keep it on for long. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I turned it off. I left it off for like a good week. And it kind of fixed itself, but then it started making that noise again fairly quickly. So I got my dad to open it up because he's quite good with all that stuff, and he said he had a look. It was very easy to open up. Um, so it turns out, I think at some point as it was getting delivered, the fan wasn't seated in properly, so he oh. reseated the fan. Because when you look at when you looked in the actual top of the thing itself, you could see the fan was slightly tilted. So I think mm-hmm. over time, uh, the fan being slightly tilted was it hitting the plastic inside, causing that right. sort of really quick sort of. It was a roaring noise. With, yeah, the clicking noise. So he reseated it, flattened it down, pushed it down, and it's perfectly fine. So I thought, oh, great. Um, and I haven't really used it much since. And it is fairly big. Um, it is big. But it's really good, though. It's a really good mini fridge. Like, it really cools your drinks surprisingly well. Like, I know, even on Eco, it's very good. On Eco mode, is amazing. Like, it's, it's fairly, it's pretty damn quiet on Eco. Um, especially if you've got a, a big gaming room or something like that, or in your garage or something like the kind of places people put it like eco mode i recommend over the max mode so it turns out actually yeah. when looking up the mini fridge i didn't i'm not sure if you were aware of this but though that those mini fridges we got were the second revision on the initial revision or the initial version of the mini fridges it didn't actually have an eco mode it only had the oh, max really? mode yeah in america. so a lot of the mini fridges that were sold mm. in america only had max mode which was very loud like yeah, that is loud. Yeah, it's insanely loud. I can see because a lot of people did complain that it was loud, and I was like, I don't get why people complain that things loud on Eco. It's quiet. Um, yeah, so some I, people, I wouldn't have it on Max. So some people got it. I mean, maybe it will happen over here as well. But I think we got lucky in that we got the the revision where you allowed you to switch from Max to Eco, whereas before yeah. it was basically just on or off on the the very early models when it came out last year. But we didn't get it until this year. Um, yeah. But as 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 a great fridge, um, it kills drinks just as well as the main fridge in the kitchen. Um, oh yeah, hundred percent. It's, it's really impressive. So I got uh, sold that for a bit less. Um, I, I, I got seventy five. How much did you get for that? Seventy five. Yeah, that's um, alright. It's not bad, and that's including postage as well. So I thought I'd send that up mm-hmm. as well. And I sold something else because I'm going to use the money. To buy it again, and that game is called Elden Ring. Uh, oh, <laughs> yeah! So I want to buy it again on something else. So I thought, buy it on the Xbox, probably, or or the Steam Deck. Oh, the Steam Deck. Yes, mm-hmm. but um, I, I've been eyeing up because like, I want to play through it again, but I don't want to lose my character, and I don't. I'd rather just start again from level one. So yes. I'm like, I don't want to lose my PlayStation character. So my options are PC or Xbox. And I'm like, I'm going to have to buy it on Xbox. I don't really have much of a choice at this point. I'll maybe wait till it comes down a bit first, but um, I I'll line up the Xbox copy. I would happily play, I'll it play through it again. Yep. I'll be, I'll be, I really want to go through it again. I desperately want to, but I, the only thing I'm reluctant to is giving up my character. Yeah. Um, I'm reluctant to give that up, and I wish there was a way I could back up the save as like just a separate save in its own right and start again with another one. But unfortunately, the game doesn't allow you to do that. 
Oh, you can um, go and you I know you class. can. Yeah, but it's not the same. I, I, I want to start at level one. Yeah, I know you like, mean. start yeah. again fresh, new character, new like new class, new everything. Um, Just optimize it a bit more. But yeah, see if it, see if I could just like start a new save, but I, start a new game, but then keep the old save. Um, I'd be quite happy with that. That makes sense. But obviously, but obviously the game, they they don't want you to do that. They want you just to like, if you want no. to beat it, new game plus. Exactly. So I'll probably will end up buying that. I guess I sold that as well. So I sold, uh, those three things and I've got over 300 quid now. Uh, eBay have changed the way they give you money now. Um, it was the same last year, but they used to do it through PayPal. Mm-hmm. And you go go through PayPal, then we go into your PayPal, then you put it in your account. But now it's just straight directed to your bank, and you get the payment the same day. Oh. Or the next day. Um, so they send the payment like That's half because it used morning. to be like a month, was it? No, it wasn't a month. It was, a few, a, wee it was yeah. a, few, a few days through PayPal, I think. I can't remember. Oh. But it's quicker now. A lot of people don't like it, but um, I, I kind of like it. It just sends it straight to your bank account. So I always get your payment around 1 o'clock in the afternoon. No, uh, I'd prefer that as well. Yeah, so I, when I'm sending stuff away, I always send it after one because I want to see if the money comes through first. Mm-hmm. Once it comes through, I'm like, okay, send it off. So I sent all three away as today as um, Royal Mail special delivery by 1 p.m. Uh, so it has compensation up to £500 if it gets lost. Mm-hmm. I always want something like that because I don't want to deal with that. Aye. As soon as it's gone out of my hands, it's not my problem anymore. Um so that's why I'm, I am I always get that. So it should be with those three people tomorrow. And one of the... I don't know. Good. I actually won't say his name. <laughs> He's got a funny surname. Uh, no, 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 no. That's GDPR <laughs> right there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll type it in chat. Uh, oh, you probably... No, actually, I won't type it in chat because you don't have your phone. Doesn't matter. I'll tell you after. It's a very funny name, I thought. Um, But yeah, so I got all that. And I've basically... Well, I've basically paid for... If I bought this the Steam Deck, the first one, the six four gigabyte model, I would have basically paid for that. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's basically more than half of paid for the one I'm getting anyway. So uh, I'm pretty pleased about that. No, oh, yeah, I, I didn't tell you the other the the fact that my the, I forgot to mention this in the the first story because I was going to mention that. Or maybe I wasn't. I was going to do it till after this, but um. My switch got delivered to the wrong house. Yeah, <laughs> so, I can't believe that happened. Yeah, it was it was scary because I woke up. Um, no wonder I wake up. No, I didn't. I was I was awake, but I never usually check my emails. Uh, often, it wasn't until like later in the day. I think it was like twelve or something like that. I looked at my emails and I saw, um. A delivery from UPS says, "Oh, your package has been delivered. It was delivered at half past ten. And I thought, "Hold up, our UPS man doesn't come until around like two or three. Mm-hmm. And I looked into the email and it said, "Oh, it's been delivered to. It's been accepted by Murray." So like, who's Murray? Was it like a neighbor? Or was I? I don't. I don't any. I don't know why I thought my neighbors should have a different name than they usually do. But I thought I tried to like rationalize like someone down the road called Murray. And I was like. So I asked my mum, she's like, there's no one here in this entire village with this surname, Murray. So I thought, shit. So I called up. 
and they were very good. The, the customer service for UPS was actually very good. Um, so I gave them the tracking number, and uh, they said, "Also, oh, we've had a look at the because it was Nintendo that sent it. They generated a UPS delivery, and they said there's a discrepancy within the address. They've put the wrong address in." Oh no! Yeah, I was like, "What? I couldn't just like I literally gave them a sheet of paper with my address on it in the box. Like, how can they get that wrong?" Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, it's being delivered to a different. I won't say my address on this, but it was this. Uh, the address is used. You know, is a, a fairly well, that's a similar common, yeah. but it can be easily uh, construed as, as some easily confused. Yeah, exactly. Um. So it was delivered somewhere in Glasgow. It was delivered. In a place called Greenfields, mm. which is like west of, like west of Scotland or west of Glasgow or something like that. Um, so I said, "Well, what can be done?" She says, "Well, what I'm going to do is I'm going to contact contact the depot. The depot, they'll contact the driver, and they'll ask the driver to go back and get the item." Uh, so thankfully, he went back, got the item, but uh, I didn't get it till the next day. So I did get it eventually, but it was very. I was like full on ready to go like, oh god, I need to file like a, a compensation claim or something and uh, deal with all that hassle. But thankfully, they did deliver it. Um, they Nintendo just put the wrong address on it. <laughs> that's pretty bad. That's that's pretty. Yeah. So the guy had to go and and the, the bastards ripped it open. Whoever lived in that house. Got out uh, Yeah, yeah. They opened it up. Uh, I could tell from the Nintendo packaging that there was a tear inside it. Someone was looking at, looking into it. Um, that's, that was my biggest fear. Is like they went back to the house and thought and said, "Oh, we don't have anything like that here." Thinking they got off with a free Nintendo Switch OLED. Yeah, probably. Like, yes. Yeah. So if it was me, if I saw that, I mean, maybe I would. Well, I wouldn't open it if it had someone else's name on it. I'd be like, "This is weird." Yeah. Uh, so maybe the person wasn't in at the time. Or I don't know. They, they, no, they, had, they would have to be in at the time because their surname was on it. Or maybe it was like a neighbor or something. I don't know. But either way, it's it back anyway. And it, well, it's not back anymore. It's gone. It's somewhere. Someone in Hamilton bought Somewhere it. else now. But... Yeah. Um, so yeah, that is that. that. This is all directly linked to, to my other piece of news, Bill. It's mm-hmm. finally happening. It's coming. What? It's coming home. The no, Steam Deck. <laughs> not football, that's right. No. Steam Deck. <laughs> football. <laughs> I think you forget that we're, we live in Scotland. It's never coming home. That's very true. <laughs> um, so yeah, it was on Thursday, because uh, on Monday, I kind of... Uh, so I, yeah, I'll, I'll tell a story, I suppose, but on Monday, I... The Q2 started on Monday, and I'm in the Q2 uh, air, uh, sort of reservation period. And also there's a lot of hype. So I went on to Reddit. I spent, I've been spending a lot of time on r slash Steam Deck. And there's this thread mm-hmm. that popped up saying, like, use this calculator to predict when you'll get your Switch email. So from the first Q1 wave of your stuff, they compiled all the data and compared when you got your reservation email to when you reserved the actual Steam Deck itself on Steam when the pre-orders opened. So, 
I went onto Steam and you can get this thing called reserve time. You can copy this like eight or ten digit number into this calculator that someone made, and you put in the type, the model, and where you live, and then you click this button, and it gives you a predicted date of when you'll get your email. So I put that in the calculator, and it came up fourth of April. So I thought, yes. Um, so everyone said you've got a pretty good chance. So my I pre-ordered the Steam Deck 512 gigabyte version at seven minutes and 35 seconds past. 6 BST time, British summer time. So like 7 minutes after the pre-orders opened. Because I tried to, I was there like as soon as they opened but Steam just basically farted and you couldn't do anything. So I got a lot of fairly lucky. But I didn't know that at the time so I, I put the, the calculator in and it said 4th of April. 4th of April came along 5 o'clock. Nothing popped up. No email. But Valve said expect emails to now happen on Thursday sometimes. Um... So the came Thursday came along, and I was sitting watching one of the great shows uh, produced by the BBC, Master Chef. Yep, enjoying my time watching Master Chef, the latest series. Then I looked at the time and thought oh, it's like sixish. I should probably check my my emails and see if the actually emails went out today. Then the, there it was the Steam Deck email, and I screamed. I, I never really, I'm not much of a screamer, but. As soon as I saw that email, I went, "Oh my god!" Like I've never been so excited to. It's like the worst kind email. of yeah, <laughs> exactly. It's the worst kind of lottery ever. It's like the lottery where you're disappointed when you don't win, but when you do win, you have to give away your money. Mm-hmm. Uh, versus the the, the traditional the traditional lottery. But yeah, I got the email in. I'll see if where it is. What time I got it in? So that's Thursday. Oh, here it is. Please confirm your purchase information for the Steam Deck. Um, it's not saying the time anymore. No, it was 5.47 it came in. So I checked it around 6. Then it has a big button saying complete your purchase. So, I hit that button. Put all my details in. Hit the button saying purchase. And then it just sat there saying working. Oh. <laughs> oh. Teasing. Yeah, so it didn't go through. But it did. Oh. So this is so I was like, oh my god, I've lost this, haven't I? Um, so I, I clicked on it and it said working, and I thought, is nothing's happening here? So I like left it sitting there. So I googled online like Steam, uh, Steam working purchase or Reddit or whatever, just to get like view people's opinions. And they said, oh, you have to like refresh it and contact Steam support to put the purchase through again. And I was like, oh no, I, don't, I really, I, I, why is this happening? I don't want to deal with this. Um, so I refreshed it. Went back into... So I thought I'll do it on my computer this time. Maybe it was just something with my phone. Went on my emails on my, 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 my computer. Clicked on the link to purchase. Opened Steam. And nothing happened. Mm. It didn't go to the page to buy it. It just went onto the Steam homepage. The Steam store page. And so I'll try it again. Nothing. Wouldn't work. So I thought, what's going on here? So I thought, well, I need to go into my purchase history. I went into my purchase history, clicked on, and it said I've purchased it, but I haven't, because the money hasn't come off. I put it on my credit card. It hasn't come off my credit card. So I thought, oh, okay. So I kept trying again, as I just wouldn't work. I went, searched Steam Deck on Steam, went to the 512 gigabyte version. It was asking me to reserve it again. I thought, oh my god, I've lost this. What was happening? Um, but then I went back onto my phone and tried it on there again, and then it worked for some reason. Uh, no, no, I didn't. I went on to 
Steam app on uh, the Steam of the application. And on the top uh, top left, I had a big orange bar saying "alert," and I clicked on that, and then it brought up saying I could buy it. And I think then, uh, yeah, then I went through the computer and bought it that way. So then I bought it, but then I went back on my phone. Then for some reason, I don't know why I did this, but I clicked it again to buy it. And then it let me buy another Steam Deck. <laughs> but I didn't actually buy it. But it's still sitting in my... <laughs> it's still sitting in my basket. It it's still sitting there in my basket as to continue with the purchase. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, we'll kind of wait until I get this Steam Deck in. Oh, and then... And then like, maybe I'll just test it out. Uh, see what happens. And then uh, maybe I can get someone to buy it off me. No. Like you. Oh! So I'll give Mate. it a try. I'll give it a bash. And it's still sitting there, so we'll see. I, I doubt it'll work, though. They'll probably come up saying, oh, it's an error. You've already purchased this. <laughs> but I've left it sitting there anyway just to be safe. Just to give it a, a little try. It'll be funny if it actually does go through. <laughs> well, this is the thing, because I've, because I've, I mean on the, that Reddit thing a lot and what people are doing is they're they're asking people to put in the time that you reserved it and the time and when you got your email. So right. for the 512 gigabyte version, right? I haven't checked today's yet because they had two emails going out today so I haven't looked. But when I ordered they were only seven minutes into the pre-order time on the first day for orders. Mm-hmm. So it's been since February since that's come out and they're only seven minutes in. So it's that's like, it's insane. What well, this is uh, yeah. best for the five twelve for the five twelve gigabyte version in the UK is I think in the in the EU is a bit later. It's like nine or 10, 15 minutes in for the five five twelve gigabyte version. But for like the sixty four gig version and the two fifty six gigabyte version, they're like an hour in or an hour and a half in now for the first day of pre-order. So they're not even an uh, like multiple hours into the first day of pre-orders yet for the yeah. Steam Deck. So it's very very limited. Um, and they're going in order of when people ordered it. So I think literally last week, the latest time in the UK that someone got their Steam Deck, the 512 gigabit version, was 7 minutes and 19 seconds. And then last week, I was the latest person at 7 minutes and 35 seconds. Mm-hmm. So they literally moved by seconds in the queue for the 512 gigabit version in the UK. So it's, it's weird. It's uh, not very good. Mm. But they well, they're increasing... <laughs> They're increasing production now, so instead of once a week, it might be twice a week, and more oh, emails are going out each week. So, yeah, as time goes on, it'll just get more and more and more and more. Bye. Hopefully, get much easier. Hopefully, by the end of the year, to get one. I hope so. If you are, if you are interested, in one, I would just throw a pre-order down now. Oh um, yeah, because yeah. only like four quid to pre-order it. Yeah, and so it's not as if it's like a fortune. And you're gonna be waiting a while anyway, so. <laughs> easily change your mind but um yeah that should be us uh, well I got an email today saying it's been shipped um where is it here is here we're preparing your items to ship and let's track it see where it is be funny if it's like hey it's actually on your way to you now be like alright okay bye <laughs> I'm off to go play on the Steam Deck. Only it's with a company called GLS. Don't know been, I think I think they handle the 
multiple shipments in Europe, they, they ship it to the destinations, the customer's country, then they hand it over to another like uh, carrier, oh, so, or mail carrier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's GLS from the Netherlands to the UK, but once it's in the UK, it's going by parcel force. It'll be with you probably quite soon then, I would have thought. I wonder, I have a feeling it's not going to be, because I just looked up online, it's like, how long does it take for GLS to deliver to the UK? And someone said between 24 to 48 hours. I have a feeling I won't be getting my Steam Deck till probably Friday. I just yeah. have a feeling. Just by what people are saying on the Steam Deck, Fred uh, at Fred. Um, so I'm not expecting it like tomorrow or Wednesday. I'd be very surprised if it came on the Wednesday, but in the next two days for Europe. But the thing is, we don't actually know how long it's going to take because they've never shipped, they've never taken in orders on a Thursday before. So there's like a whole unknown about how this is working. So when usually when orders come in mm-hmm. on the Monday, you order on the Monday, but it doesn't just dispatch to like the Tuesday or Wednesday. Then people get it early the next week or the Monday, the Tuesday, the next week. But you get like two weekend days in between that. So no one really knows like when we're going to get them for the weekdays. But I am excited. Like I'm really, I'm pumped, but I'm still somewhat uh, nervous about it as well. Just from some of the things I've been reading mm-hmm. on the Reddit affairs, like issues they've been having. One of the big issues is the fan. Apparently it's a bit of a lottery at the moment with which fan you get. You either get a super quiet fan right. that doesn't have this high-pitched whine, or you get this insanely loud fan with an insanely loud high-pitched whine. Um, stuff like that doesn't bother me, because I, I will always play it with headphones, and I've got noise-canceling headphones, yeah. but all the people that we're talking I have good examples of, like, their significant, significant other trying to sleep in bed, and they've got this, you know, high-pitched oh. <laughs> whine going, or... High-pitched whine. Uh, even when they're watching TV in their living room, they can still hear it, so it's causing, like, some issues there, but... Um, but I don't really have that issue, and I prefer to play with headphones anyway, so even if I do get mm-hmm. that version, I'm not too fussed. But I, yeah, it's not yeah but it is very loud, though. It's, like, surprisingly loud. Um, yeah, it's just... It's, I'm excited, but still nervous about some things, because... But I, I guess only people only ever post negative things when they have something wrong. They never post about how great things are. So I've, there's probably a lot of people who are quietly enjoying it, but not really saying much. But then there's people who are having issues and saying a lot about it. Yeah. Um, so if you, what would you, what do you think of it? Is it something that you're interested in? Yeah, I'm. I'm curious. Um, I think it would be definitely a more accessible way to playing PC games anyway. At least for someone like you or I, who you know, is it our main platform of playing? Um, I think it's. A brilliant wee thing, brilliant wee handheld machine. Um, so long as it's supported, that's the main thing. <laughs> that's the thing. Well, that's the, uh, um, someone we know said on Twitter is, uh, that is something I because I remember when we talked about the Steam machines when they were happening. Remember those? Yeah, where Valve were coming out with like they introduced Steam OS for the first time, or like Big Picture Mode, I think it was called. Um, is it all Big Picture Mode? Is more of a consoleized a console experience for the PC. You're partnering with hardware partners to deliver these small form factor PCs that are more console-like and controller-focused. And I thought, this is amazing. And I, there were, and I remember listening to a lot of podcasts at the time saying, oh, this is going to change PC gaming forever. And then it came out and just like a just a, like a thud. It just died as soon as it arrived. Um, yeah. Because I remember looking into it when it first came out and I thought, oh, this is just not what I was hoping it would be. And they just didn't do anything with it. They didn't. 
do much. And I think that the reason why they didn't do much is because they didn't have any skin in the game. Because they didn't make their own hardware. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think because they purely just made the software and seen big picture much, where they just abandoned for years, so they didn't touch it for ages. <laughs> so they released that, then nothing happened for like until recently. Um, so for that reason, I'm a bit worried. But from everything I've been reading, like they've literally been updating that thing every single day. Like they go on forums and that all the time take suggestions. Then within like three days, they update it with the suggestion. Um, well, the amount of support it's been getting currently, the Steam Deck is is pretty impressive. Like some of the stuff mm-hmm. they've been adding is like kind of things you wait months for to get on a PS5 or an Xbox, um, or especially PS5 because they just seem to take ages with their updates. Um, yeah. So it seems to be very well supported right now, and I think given that there's such high demand, uh, I think it'll be supported for longer than six months. <laughs> yeah <laughs> i think i think it will survive a wee while yeah yeah um i'd be surprised if it didn't it's about but it is understandable though to have that concern because they really do have a bad history of like problems and things and not delivering um yeah. especially in games there's like a whole wikipedia page about how like when they announced that they were going to do something when it actually came out so i think for team fortress 2 they said mm-hmm. oh team fortress 2 will be out soon in 1999 and then it didn't come out until 2007. You know, that kind of stuff. Um, yeah. Half-Life 3, Episode 3. Or sorry, Half-Life 2, Episode 3. They said, oh yeah, that'll be out there for the next year. It's been what? When would that come out? Oh yeah, it's been at least like, <laughs> a long time. Like 15 years. Uh, they also delivered Half-Life Alex, but they haven't delivered Episode 3 that they promised. Um, So yeah. they have a, a bad, a, they're a, a poor track record of delivering things on time when they say they're going to do it. Uh but with this, it seems like they're doing it, which is unusual. They must know that there's a demand for something like the Steam Deck. Yeah. Like, you know, the fact that it's impossible to get one, or like it's a month, or like it's months of waiting. Um, they, they, They'll know that there's a huge demand for it. The Steam Deck is different from the Vita, because the Vita, like that Sony abandoned that fairly quickly, but the difference between the Vita and the Steam Deck is that the Vita is a closed platform that's completely controlled by Sony. And as soon as Sony abandoned it, mm-hmm. like it's just dead. Whereas that's if Steam Deck, were yeah. Steam Deck, if Valve were to just stop updating Steam OS, like the stuff, the software they're using is open source. Like Proton isn't owned by Steam or uh, Valve. It's been used well before Valve created Steam OS, so the mm-hmm. community would take the helm on that. And it's not like Steam or Valve were ever going to close the Steam store in 10 years like they Sony did with, to threaten with no, the... No, Steam's there for... <laughs> yeah. Steam's always going to be a private there. company. They make their billions. I don't think Steam is going anywhere. Um, software support, maybe... I guess you could question how long they'll support this hardware when the next hardware comes out. That's when you have to question it. Like, the Steam Deck 2 True. comes out. Like, how long would they support the first one for? Um, I guess you question that, but I don't think there's going to be a huge, massive power jump between the first and second. I think for the second Steam Deck, they would probably focus more on premium features, like an OLED. Mm-hmm. Um, OLED, <laughs> which I'll be. Which you'll oh, buy yeah, day one. I need the OLED, got that. Stop fantasizing about the oh, OLED. That Switch OLED looks <laughs> so good. Mm. It really that is, is a beautiful screen. Kirby looks oh, so it's good. Phenomenal. It looks. Yep. It's, 
it's a really nice because I was always dubious about it or worried because it's Nintendo and it's like oh they're going to cheap out aren't they they're going to just get the, the worst OLED screen possible um, and they got a damn good one and I'm hoping Valve go to the same I think it's Samsung that made those so I'm hoping that Valve will go to Samsung and just get those exact same screens because it's a 720p screen yeah and you think 720p you think ugh this is it's not for you know it's not 1080p or 4k 1080p would be good but when you have like four like 720p on a seven inch screen i think like pixels per inch it's about equivalent to like your 4k on a 55 inch screen you know it's like when you have it on that small screen high density pixels it looks really good on the switch um when a game runs at 720p because a lot of games don't they run it they drop down to 480p sometimes but yeah at least with steam deck you can um you know, change settings and stuff like that to get the resolution higher, that kind of thing. Adjustment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm excited. But still worried because it's a bit of a lottery with the kind of hardware you get, so we'll see this time next week. I'll have my thoughts. Indeed. I've got some Exciting. games in mind I want to play as well. I was going to say, like, have you got anything that you're... Go to play day one or get installed immediately. Yeah, so I was thinking of using some of that money I made on eBay and like just taking a small portion of it, use the three hundred dollars to pay the credit card up, which I have done already. Um I'm still waiting on another payment coming in for tomorrow. Um I'm gonna use a portion of that payment tomorrow to buy some Steam games because there's some really a real It's a good sale. Yeah, there's a good sale at the moment that I really want to play some games that came out last year that were on like higher up on game of the year lists. Mm-hmm. Uh, like Inscription is one of them. I'd love to play that. Like, I'm not really. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not really a card game person, but a lot of people who aren't card game people, Inscription looks good. Yeah, it does. And a lot of people who aren't card game people said like this is like one of the best things I've ever played. Um, so I really want to get that. <clears throat> There's something else I wanted to get as well. Uh, do you know any like really good like game key websites? Because I remember you told me one, but I can't remember what it was. So you've got of the obvious one, CD yeah. keys. Um, CD keys. Um, is it G two A? Oh, that's right, G two A. And oh god, what's the other one? There's a third one, and I for the life of me, I'll, I'll get back to you on that. Right. There is a third one. So there's three. So there's CD keys, G two A, and something else, and I can't for the life of me remember what it is. But they'll do like packs of games yeah so you'll get like hey for three quid we'll give you like 10 games well i'm going to try one of which might be good i'm going to try and avoid that because my steam library is fairly low um like a lot of the games i have in there are like like the hitman collection or the gta collection um got a few things mm-hmm. in there that i got for free as codes like bioshock and alan lake and stuff like that but purely when i buy a steam game i want to buy it to play it i'm not going to fall into this trap of buying things oh, of like having a massive steam yeah library. i don't want to because there's people complaining on reddit saying oh the steam the steam deck is so sluggish so well, how big is your library oh i've got twelve thousand games so why you get 12 i'm not joking by the way someone said they get twelve thousand <laughs> games like, you do not need twelve thousand video games all right well, there's no point in buying no. you'll never be able to play them all exactly so i thought when i buy a game on steam deck i'm buying it to play it i'm not buying it to just out of curiosity to see how it runs um I'm buying yeah. it because I want to play it. So I'm going to really stick to that and not buy stuff for the sake of it. You know, like, you know, God of War or something like that, for example. Oh, let's see how this runs. And play it for 10 minutes and go, oh. No, I 
So I'm going to try my best. Days Gone, that kind of thing. Yeah, exactly. I'd be tempted by Days Gone, actually, for Steam Deck, because that's only 20 quid at the moment, and that would be a fun one to play out and about. Yeah, it could be, it could be. But I'm going to stick to my... Just the, the head of, no, coming from you. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, I've already played it, that's the thing. I know. If I haven't played it before, I've probably jumped right on it, to be honest. Um, but there's other games that I, I want to play. Uh, another game I want to play is a game called... I've heard a lot about it. It's called Vampire Survivors. It's like three quid. Oh, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've heard about it. And I saw that a lot on Twitter, and a lot of the... Well, the main podcast I heard it from was the Fire Escape cast, and they just said it's like one of the best games they've played this year, and it's like this early access £3 game. So I thought, oh, it's three quid. I think, oh, actually, it's on sale right now. It's like 40p off or something. So uh, that's pushed me over there just to get it. Um, oh, 40p. I know. And I really want to get American Truck Simulator. Just drive my truck. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. See, that's why I'd want one is for like American Truck Sim, that kind of thing. Yeah. Oh, what's wrong? Something's happened with your Meg, Will? Oh, you're back. Hello? Yep, I accidentally unplugged my, my headset. That was all right. I was sitting on the wire. Um, so, yeah, that's one of the games. But another game I want to buy is a game that you've been playing, Bill. Because I think the Steam Deck would be perfect <laughs> for visual novels. It would be. It would be perfect for visual novels. Um, what visual novel have you been playing? <laughs> uh, Doki Doki Literature Club. Plus... Plus, Doki Doki Literature Club, plus. So I've always heard about this game. <laughs> all, all I know about it yeah. is that it's a, a anime-style vision novel game that has a twist of it being somehow a psychological horror game. I don't know how. All I've read, the description that says it, it, is. it breaks the fourth wall and stuff like um, that, I don't know anything about it. Uh, yeah, um, so I haven't 100% seen everything but I have finished one full playthrough to oh. the end um, so basically the game's split into three parts so you've got like act one, act two and then you're ending um, and it has, it's like it's so weird that I can't really say much about it without spoiling it that's kind of because it the doesn't problem. look weird Is it, it looks like a waifu game or no. a anime, cute anime it looks like game. a very yeah, like, that's what you think when you're buying into it. You'd be like, oh, I'm going to go, I'm going to chat up all the ladies. <laughs> um, no, no, you are not. You're going to be running away from them. Oh. Um, so when the game says psychological horror, right, I'm going to, this is how the game starts. And this is not how I could, this is, this is not a joke. So you load up the game and it comes up with a warning. Um, so this game, it comes up with a warning being like, um, Right, like you kind of need to hit like I acknowledge, because um, it's like, do, are you aware of the age rating that this game has been given in your country? And you're like, it's an eighteen, so yeah. And then it comes up with, um, this game is not designed for anyone who ha- who suffers from extreme depression or anxiety, um, like, and it just it's this for about wow. three or four seconds. And there's an there's an option there's an option that says that actually, it actually comes up with like do you want to know what this what's in this game to give you an idea 
because if you suffer from the following, do not play this. And I was like, oh, I'm not. I'm going to hit no for now, and then I'm going to sit and play through it. Um, sat and played through it, and then you can go back and you, you basically have to like reset the game to basically start going down like other routes, that kind of thing. Um, right. And if you hit yes for it. It comes up with, do not play Doki Doki Literature Club if you suffer from or have had issues with the following. So it's like depression, anxiety, yes. suicidal thoughts, yes. self-harm. Um, it's like, if you suffer from any of these, do not play Doki Doki Literature Club. Um, and it's like, just because you've said that, I'm going to go and play it. <laughs> um, I need to know. I need to know. Do, Let's heed the game's warnings. <laughs> um, it's it's nothing that you haven't seen from playing a video game before. It's stuff that you will have seen. It's stuff that you'll be familiar with. It's the way the game does it. It's very, very, very clever to the point where you sit and play it and you're like, I don't know if I'm going to continue with this. It's extremely uncomfortable. Wow. Um, it's just like, it'll be like, during it, you'll be like, right, okay, you're talking to one of the girls blah, 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 blah. And then it comes up with big, bold, t- black writing. Kill yourself. Jeez, um, that's... Uh, like, that's uh, yeah, it's dark. Okay. It's brutal. Um, and the first playthrough is absolutely fine until it gets... To- you can see it coming. You know what's coming. And then it happens and it shakes you to your core. Like, you will... Your blood will run cold and you're like, oh, oh, I knew that was coming, but I didn't like just that. Just you saying that thing about um, just being up saying kill yourself, that just gave me, I don't know, I just, uh, I'm not my stomach. It there. happens. It's creepy. It does happen. It reminds me of the yeah, X-Files it's, it's, episode. It's unsettling. The, the X-Files episode where uh, things within, like a person has these uh, psychological issues or something like that where they see things in the real world that are telling them to kill themselves, like this microwave has like a timer on it. Then when the person looked at the screen, it says... Of course it's a microwave. <laughs> <laughs> the person looked at the micro screen, it came up on big red letters, kill yourself, kill yourself now. Yeah. And it's really creepy. So it's it's things that you haven't already seen before. It, it's like When I was playing it, I was like, I've seen this. I've seen this happen in a game before. I've, I've experienced that. But it is uncomfortable. Um, it's so uncomfortable. Um, I don't know if it's because of the format of the, oh, this is meant to be a cutesy wee anime game, you know, and it's this really cute wee girl that's just sitting there like, you know, hey, maybe you are worthless and you should go kill yourself. And it's like, what are you, what? Um, how did you get to that? But it's the way the sound works or the way, (laughs) so you can tell something is wrong is when you're sitting playing the game and then the piano is completely out of sync with the rest of the song and you're like, wow, okay, something's not right. Um, and then the dreaded bit, there's no music play whatsoever and the screen goes dark. That's when you know, "Hmm." oh dear, oh dear. Um, it's creepy. The game's disturbing. It's very creepy. I don't like I can't it. Wait. <laughs> it's great. It's, <laughs> the game's great. It's gen- I encourage people to play it. However, when it, when the game says don't play these, if you suffer from like you know anxiety, depression, that kind of thing, uh, yeah, it, it's there for a reason. Yeah, um, I can see people getting well, triggered by that easy, pretty easily. Yeah, it's like it's because of the way they, like, you could. I could go tell you a story right now that involves someone killing themselves and you'd be like, all right, okay, yeah, it was a good story, whatever. It's the way the game does it. 
it really makes it hit home. You'd be like, holy crap, someone just killed themselves. Um, but it's like, you're kind of like in shock with the main character to coincide with it. And you're just kind of like, mm-hmm. it's the way that the art style's done, the music's done, it's very clever and it does break the fourth wall. Um, I won't say any more, just because no. I don't want to spoil it, because there is this whole thing to it as well that you're like, what is this? And, but it does, the game kind of points you towards it at one point. Because um, you're like, there's just this whole thing to it, and you're like, what's this? And you end up rummaging around for ages, and you see like disturbing pictures and all that Ooh. inside it as well. And you're like, I don't, I don't get, I don't know what any of this is, like, or how it's relevant to, um, how it's relevant to the game at all. Um, but it, the game does, it does kind of point you towards it at one point, going like. Oh, oh! It's, this is so easy to do. All you need to do is go to this, and you're like, "Is that what that is?" Um, so the game does it at one point tells you to go to it, um, but other than that, you just you just kind of flick through it, and you're like, "I don't know what any of this is," and it's extremely unsettling. Mm-hmm. I am jumping off it, um, but yeah, it's 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 not a comfortable playthrough. If you're going to go play it, it's not comfortable. Don't expect a good time. Well, I'll probably have that finished by next week then. Seems doesn't seem like a very long game. No, it's very short. You can get, I think it's only like four hours. I, like, I want to go back and 100% it. I'm just kind of building myself up to it because there's one scene I don't want to watch again. All right. Um, <laughs> um, I think, I, think cause I looked, like, on, the, I looked on Steam and apparently the original version is free. So the yeah, Doki the Doki is free. Astro Club is the plus one with all the sub stories or something like that. It's uh... yeah, it's like side stories. I haven't checked out any of the side stories yet, oh, so okay. I don't know right. if they're any form of if they're cutesy or not. <laughs> right, knowing that game, probably not. Um, but I, I want to go check them out. Oh, that's cool. Uh, might be a plan for later. Actually, that's definitely uh, um, got me a bit more excited to play it now because I've always been curious. I don't know why. I've just never gone around to playing it. Um. It's always had this sort of like reputation, hasn't it, of being like a if you're into like your visual novels, it's one you have to play. Yeah, I, I do love my visual novels. It's, it's very good. It's very very good. Um, it's only like like you can play, you can do it in a night. Like if you wanted to have the whole experience, or if you wanted to play through the whole thing, you could do it in a night. I did it over two, just because after that first playthrough, I was like. <laughs> I can see why. <laughs> I, I, I need, I need cheering up. I need cheering up. Like this is. God, this isn't nice Elden anymore. To cheer yourself up. I think. This is, I did play Elden Ring. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's bad when you go from playing something like that to Elden Ring, and it's like, God, Elden Ring is less grim. <laughs> um. Oh, I also tried the co-op as well on Elden Ring. Oh, how was it? Uh, one of the guys from work has been playing it. And he was struggling with a couple of the bosses. Oh. Um, so like, ended up playing co-op with him for a bit. It's good. Um, it's it's good, but jank at the same time. Um, so, it's... See, when you're wandering around, sort of just killing things, it's like, it's a lot of fun just going, like, exploring. Obviously, a lot of stuff I'd already seen and done, so it's wasn't new to me, but it was, like, new to him. He was like, oh, what's over here? Let's go there. And I was like, yeah, no, you lead the way, you lead the way. Um, I'm basically there as like the muscle because like you, I'm guessing you scale to the host. Um, I think so. But like, 
if you're going from like level 154 down to level 33, you know, you're going to be pretty maxed out in terms of stats. Um, so things were like, I could hit quite hard anyway, let's just put it that way. Um, but I was just there for muscle and I was just letting him explore. Um, but it's like, there's a couple of things that are really annoying about it. One is the invasions. You can't stop the invasions. They're going to happen. Um, which is a wee bit of a shame. Um, just because it's like, you could just be there having, just exploring away. And then this guy comes in and just starts whacking away at the host. And you're like, can, can you not? Just for like two seconds. <laughs> so I wish there was a way you could switch off invasions. Um, and the second of all is that if the host dies, then you're, you need to basically go. You need to resummon. Oh. Uh, you get pushed. You get pushed back into your own game. That's annoying. Um, and also, you can't use sites of graces. Um, yeah, so you can't fast travel. So you can't use your horse either, can't you? You can't use your horse. You can't fast travel. So, like, we we arrived to like a poison area, which if you had torrent would be fine. Um, but I was like, there's we can't run over that. Like, we will die. <laughs> Um, like that, that's definitely something you're going to need either we're going to need to come back to or you do it by yourself in solo um, and then he starts attacking NPCs but you can't um, to the, those who are summoned into a game NPCs or ghosts um, so there's nothing you can do oh. so I was just watching him get beaten up by this NPC which was hilarious weird um, yeah makes sense it's, so it's if you don't want someone to join and kill your your quest giver yeah exactly exactly um so it's completely understandable why npcs are ghosts um but because he was like okay help me he's killing me and I'm like, oh he's a ghost so no. <laughs> <laughs> like, i'll just i'll just sit back and watch the show um but i was like the, the co-ops is it's good it's good fun it's just a shame that it, it's like it's just a shame about like invaders, that kind of thing. I just wish you could switch that off, and that I kind of wish there was an option to permanently stay in co-op rather than like you've died, you have to go back out. Um, yeah, this looked like they, they were have to a, a bigger deal of co-op when they first announced it. Like the first trailer showed like multiple people running around. Yeah, we thought, well, finally, are they actually going to do proper multiplayer? But they just seem to always just fuck up or make it way too complicated than it really needs to be. I, I yeah, love just extremely. a proper co-op game from them yeah, in, in the Souls style, Soulsborne style um, yeah it'd be excellent yeah but well you've so actually it's a bit of a shame how they've done it sorry but I'll go ahead <clears throat> well I was going to say it's just a, as, as good as it is it's a shame that isn't more accessible like I get it but at the same time it's it's, it's a bit rubbish um, just it's more just like the backing out of things like if you die on a boss you're like right I need to try it again it's not as if you like there's a revive option either to try and get someone back up. Is that once the host is dead, that's it. You failed. <laughs> um even if like you're in the middle of a boss fight and like you're like let's say I'm and and I'm full HP, but the bot the the, the host dies, that's it. And it's like right, okay, you failed. You're back to your own game and you have to resummon back oh. in. It's just this added extra step all the time and you're like, Can you not just make it like Right, okay, the host is dead, so we need to try again from the start, but I get to stay in the game. That's a shame. Things like that. Yeah. But yeah, but yeah no, overall, it's, it's decent enough. 
Well, you, you can tell it's not really designed for co-op, though. No, unfortunately not. Well, you've actually, since you last recorded, you've actually finished Elden Ring now? I did. I hate the Elden Beast. Oh. <laughs> God, I hate that fight. Um, so, it's like, it was funny. I actually had to stop doing it at one point um, because it was making me feel sick because of how often you had to turn the camera. Constantly moving. Because um, it just kept constantly moving. Um so I was like, I, I failed a few times at it, and then there was just this one attempt. I was just like, I, I feel horrendous. I need, I need to take a break. <laughs> um, like it was just, I was just feeling so dizzy from watching this thing just jump about and having to turn my camera around. And then as soon as I t- get back to it, it's back where it was again, and you're just like, oh god's sake, stand still for two seconds. And then it's the the added bit as well of having to fight the first phase again. Um, yes, there was that as well. You're just like, oh god. Um, Did you discover the cheese a- after until, when you, after you finished it? I I didn't know there was a cheese for the first phase of the boss fight. No, I didn't know there was one. I discovered was, it. there was a cheese this whole time. There was. And I oh, belly makes it so much. You, you can basically just skip that entire first. Oh what? So what you do is the lady comes down or well, I don't know, mm. you, after the cutscene the first thing you do is immediately run up to her then stand to, uh, right next to her on her right hand side she turns around and just stands there and doesn't do anything oh what and then what you do you can't hit her you cannot you cannot hit her with a sword because then she'll start Pretty trying to fight it. yeah so what you have to do is use magic and just spam spells and bring her health down and kill her and you can completely skip that first step Oh, I didn't know that was a thing. Yeah, I found that out after I went through a video going over, like, oh, the hardest bosses in Elden Ring. Because I was just curious about what people ranked them at. And Elden Beast was high up, but they said, to make this easier, you can, you can do this. I was like, oh, I had no idea. I smashed my head against the wall multiple times against that first boss until I learned it, just to get through to the Elden Beast. Um, yeah, it was a pain. took me a few attempts to get by it as well. Yeah, the Elden is just annoying because you just never, for me, is I just never, like, it wasn't difficult. It was just because it kept moving around. I never had the opportunity to get a lot of hits in. And then sometimes it would just use these certain attacks that would just completely decimate my health. I just had yeah. to find the rhythm to, like, keep my distance enough to not get too hard but try and get close enough to get in there and do it. So by the time it was, like, it would dive down into the water and swim up to the other side, I had to, like, sprint over. Then I start doing this crazy attack. Then I have to try and dodge that and hope that I can run up just in time, get one hit in or two hits in. Uh, it was just a pain, pain in the ass. Yeah. No, what? It's, it's it's worthy of a final boss fight. Um, it's obviously it's the final one. It's not going to be easy. Is it, is um, a pretty, unlike the Demon Souls final boss fight, but it's a pretty boss fight as well. I like the area. Oh, it's gorgeous! Like the like I was blown away when I finally got to like the second phase of it i was like wow this looks amazing yeah it's cool and then it one shot you and you're like right i'm in for a rough time here <laughs> yeah. um but yeah it was so the, like the hardest boss for me though in the end was the optional one the flaccid dragon dick, lord whatever his name was i called him flaccid dick or pants and flaccid flash or i don't know yeah you know, i can't remember the name of it um some really weird name um, but flaccid juice axe is that it? Uh, stuff like that. Yeah. I don't know. There's some of it. 
Um, I, I had a really bad time with that. It took me ages. It's awful, isn't it? Because um, I, w- I would always get it to about 25% yep. HP, and then it would do that rave oh. move where it's like lasers coming from its mouth. <laughs> like, and it's like, occasionally you'd dodge it, but nine times out of ten, it would just be like, and bye, tatty bye, you are now dead. It's just like, oh. Speaking of bosses that um, do stop moving, that's what pain in the ass, that one as well. Oh, that, that the was, second stage. See the first half of that fight's fine. Yeah, it's yeah, the it's, the, it's the first. Yeah, it's just, when just, you get your health, the health down to a certain point, it flies up in the air, then see, like, disappears. <laughs> I got, I just decided just to like wail on it. I was like, right, that's it. I'm, I'm using every single buff that I've got to, to hand. Um, I didn't use the mimic tier. I used a different mimic. Oh, or not different mimic, but a different summon. Um, went in. And absolutely decimated it before it jumped in for the before it went away for its first jump. I like I should have, I need to actually send to the video because like the final hit is me throwing a black flame as it disappears and you just watch its health disappear while it's flying around and it dies. You're like yes, oh weird. <laughs> um, that was it was so good. Like that I got it done before like he, I even did his swipe thing, and I was like, why couldn't I have done this first time? Um. But I was, uh, I got really lucky with that one. Um, Feels good when that happens. Oh yeah, yeah. It's just like oh, a bit of luck finally. After like a thousand attempts at trying <laughs> to beat it, it was like this is just a. I, I, I actually just ended up going. You know what? I'm just going to back away from this and do something else for a while because I am struggling. Um, I, only, I had uh, absolutely no ideas what any of the the endings meant. The original, that was the same ending to me. The only one that looked different was the. Age of Stars, I think, whatever it's called. But all the other three was just... Oh, where you go off for Thranala. You sit in a throw and then the background's different. Uh, you're Elden yeah. Lord now. So you're th- the tarnished, flame tarnished, or whatever it was. Uh, you are the, the Lord of Frenzy. That's it, Lord of Frenzy. Um, I like the the simp ending. The one where you... The, that, the Age of Stars one. Oh, yeah. Basically, Thranala uh, becomes your maiden. Um... You're like, I am no longer maidenless. I have, <laughs> I have the witch Renala as my... <laughs> I have the witch Renala as my maiden. Because <laughs> everyone... This is uh, basically what this game's been leading up to. Yeah, everyone... Because everyone you meet beforehand in the game is like, you're maidenless. You have no yeah. maiden. Then he's like, finally, I found a maiden. <laughs> and I've got the maiden. I've got the pretty witch woman. Take exactly. That. With like four arms or whatever. With four arms. I'm in for a fun time. <laughs> Plenty of arms to go around. But yeah, I like that yep. ending. It was cool. And I saw you got all, you used the save trick as well. You got all three endings. Yeah. I, you, I didn't know what the, because th- I knew obviously you had the two, which was like you touch the statue and it just makes you like, oh, you're, 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 you're Elder Lord now. Um, and then the other one, which was the Age of Stars, which was, gave you the Renala ending. And then I was like, I've got no idea how you're meant to get that third one, and I didn't it's actually realise it was. Yeah, it was. It was in the sewers. Um, the sewer, how annoying are those sewers? I hated the sewers. Just getting around that area, I hated it. I got. Lo- oh, I hated it. I, I absolutely hated it. Um, and then you had that jumping puzzle to go down to the oh, frenzy door. The hardest boss in the entire game. It's like, <laughs> no, it was. It's like. This shouldn't be this difficult. I genuinely died is. more on that puzzle than I did in any other boss. Agreed. 
Two I was the exact ages. same. Um, took me probably longer than it should have done. Definitely did. But in the but end, I was like, you I'm get an ending at the end of it. Gutted though. But you get, yeah. Um, I like that ending. Um, it's actually the one that I'm still running around with at the moment. Um, just because oh, right, right. you look, you look quite cool with like the, you know, obviously the big frenzied scar around your chest, and then like the the frenzied eyes as well. So that looks quite cool. I'm going to keep that. I like how the world, um, the, world so just running... the world changes as well. Like the air trees on fire, and, and there's just like embers everywhere. Oh, it's stunning. Yeah, I really like it. Um. So I'm quite happy just running around there at the moment. There's just nothing to do. Well, no, I've got one area that I've not done yet. Um, but other than that, like, I've pretty much done everything. Yeah. Great game. Game of the generation. Yeah, Get, yeah easily. Like, there's nothing's going to beat that. Like, even now, I sit and play it, and I'm like, even though I'm just kind of, you know, when I was playing on co-op, I was just like, this is amazing. Like, <laughs> this is still so fun to play. Um so I could totally see myself like a year from now still just playing it, just purely just to have a wee run around. Yeah, it's definitely um, worth that. Yeah, that's see, that's the reason to get a Steam Deck is to buy the PC version and just have it with you. Play in bed. So it's always close to hand. Play in bed. Or if, like, if you're away somewhere, at least you know you've got your Elden Ring next to you. It's, like, it's never far away. Um, so where's my Switch port, man? <laughs> Can you imagine? Um, oh, God. But yeah, that's... <laughs> Oh, what a game. It's my game of the year this year. There's no point in doing game of the year stuff now. Yeah, I've made as well It's basically like... Number one. Yeah. Like, it's basically going to be a case of, oh, I wonder what's going to be, like, second. Starfield. Probably, actually. It's such a shame, like, see any other... I was actually thinking about that with Kirby. It's like, this is going to sound so stupid, but, like, Elden Ring has ruined Kirby. Um, <laughs> Poor Kirby. Like, see... See any other time, you you know you'd be sitting playing Kirby and just thinking, you know what, this is definitely a contender for game of the year. Like this is actually so 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 good, um, or it would be like pretty cont- it would be a contender for being quite high up, and then you're like, it's not Elden Ring good though, and it's just like you sit and play Kirby and you're like, it's not Elden Ring. I'm still in and that just, in that post depression. Like I haven't found a game that yeah. grabbed me yet other than Tunic. Um, I don't want to play anything else other than Elden Ring that's the problem and I'm like I can't I need to play other stuff but then I'm like well I could go play more Elden Ring I could go start that second playthrough could go do a new game plus still got the platinum still got the platinum to do I've still got things to do I can still play it so I'm like but then what what happens when I don't have things to do well then I need to buy an Xbox copy (laughs) yeah and then I play it again on Xbox, and that would literally be my year. We're like, oh, what did you do then? Oh, I was like, oh, I played Elden Ring on PC after it. That's um, why I forcibly the- removed it from my life just so I can't play again. But now I'm probably getting that money through tomorrow, and I, I have a feeling I'll end up going online just buying another copy. But I'm going to try and resist and focus on. No, you know, it's, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. Probably. Because we've got copies of the Xbox <coughs> version in at the moment, and I'm just like, I should, I should just bloody buy it. I'm going yeah. go to it anyway. Get a thousand G. <laughs> like, thousand G in that, yep, play it again. This time try and go for a build that will take down Fantaslacks easier. Yeah, the two-headed dragon guy, Rave Dragon. Rave Dragon, um, no. 
So I've I might playing... just go with full magic. <laughs> full magic. I thought I was watching some full magic builds, and they just decimate some bosses. It's yeah, I like if you want to cheese the whole game, go magic. Yeah, but I don't want really to do that because I, I like having a little bit of magic there, but I like going like seventy-five or eighty-five percent melee or whatever. Yeah. Um. Which probably... just towards the end of the game, you're like, oh god, I could really just do with some cheese. Yeah, that's the thing, because you know, with magic, you know, you've got an option for that, where you could do that. Yeah. If you wanted to, so you just get out of whereas the situation. Whereas melee is just... Whereas melee is just get good. I'm tempted by a great sword run. I've never actually done that in a Souls game, is play with a big sword. Oh, I just can't do it. It's but, too slow. But I like the idea of... Um, uh, twin katanas. Oh, yeah. Or twin blade. I've never actually played... I haven't tried the twin blade. I like the twin blade. The twin blade's cool. Mm. So that's why I'm like, hmm. You feel like Darth I have Maul. options. Yeah, see, that's the thing. Is that I've found one, and I was like, I tried it on, and just like swung it about. And I was like, alright. This is cool. <laughs> yeah, it's awesome. I, I use it for a, a good chunk. It wasn't until I got the Uchikatana where I switched to that. Then after yeah. Uchikatana, I got the... Moonville. Uh, Moonville, and I just stuck with that. But I tried out the Moonlake or the Darkmoon Greatsword, and I was like, oh, I just can't do this. Um, too slow. I like my fast-paced chop, 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 back away, back away, back away, go in, chop, 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 chop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I just enjoy that too much. Speaking of, uh, well, this is a terrible transition. I'm not, I'm not related to what I'm going to talk about at all. But um, I found a game for cheap that's actually fairly expensive online. And it mm. ties back to what we talked about before Elden Ring. I bought a visual novel game. And that game is called, well, technically two games, Nonary Games. The collection of... For Zivita. Nine persons. What is it? Nine persons, nine lives, nine doors or something like that? Something like that, yeah. Uh, 999. 999, anyway. And uh, Virtue's Last Reward, which is the sequel to 999. And they released that as a, a, a collection um, to bring the DS version up to date, basically, because the DS version was only ever on the DS. So they wanted to release that on other platforms. So they completely redone that entire game. Uh, and it's something it's not something I've always wanted to pick up because I've already played those games. Like, I, I love 999. I absolutely love VLR. I think VLR is, is probably my favorite of the two, or the three. I still haven't finished the third game, which is terrible of me, seeing I'm a big visual novel fan. I'll get around to Z, Zero Time Dilemma eventually, but uh, I saw it in a charity shop in a bundle of just games and like Vita games and all these other games. And I found it for a tenner and I found uh, Uncharted Golden Abyss and the Killzone game Liberation as well. So I was like 20 hmm. quid all in. Um, it's very good. Yeah, so it's in a little charity shop. I thought I'm going to pick up these. So this is a morbid thought, right? But when I saw some of the games that were in there, so I obviously looked for Danganronpa 3, but no one's going to buy. No one will have Danganronpa 3 on the video. There's a reason why it's like 150 quid to buy. Um, but I had a look anyway, and I thought the only reason this could ever be here is if someone passed away. Oh, that play games. Yeah, because like, why would... It's only someone who doesn't have the knowledge of the PS Vita market would ever just give them away. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Unless someone just really didn't care and just wanted to do some good for the world or whatever. 
but I had a feeling that maybe this actually belonged to someone who actually passed away and their family didn't know what to do with their collection or something like that. I know it's a very morbid thought, but uh, like who would give away the Nornery games? You'd have to be a, you'd have to be on your deathbed to do that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've already said that seeing the event of me dying, like don't just give away games, like actually have a look because I've got stuff there that'll be worth, you know, a wee bit of money. Yeah, um, you've got your, your even just your PlayStation TV, your Vita, just little handhelds. Yeah. So I've, I've already said that, see, like, in the event of me getting hit by a bus, like, <laughs> don't just, like, throw stuff away or, like, give it away. Like, there's value in all that. Uh, you know, sell it. <laughs> um, you know, it's, I've even got, like, Pokemon cards that are worth money. So it's like, you know, it's worth having having a look to see what actually is, what does and what doesn't have value. Um, just get rid of the stuff that doesn't have value and keep the stuff that does or sell the stuff that does. Yeah, exactly. Sounds totally morbid, but at the same time, it's like, <laughs> just want to make it home. Like, you know, I've got a copy of the Twin Snakes on the GameCube. You know, that's worth quite a wee bit of money. Yep. I remember I told, I told you to buy that. Yep, 40 quid. I bought it 40 pounds. Or something I like think for it's well, it's going for an EB right now. Let's check. Mm, I uh, think it's worth a wee bit more than that now. Yeah, the twin snake. That's that I checked. It was like 75, 80 or something like that. Yeah, it looks like it's gone up to 80 odds, 85 odds, 90. Yeah. Uh, uh, so it's going up. Someone here's good for new, brand new, 800 quid. It's got 15 people watching it, or 13 people watching it. Yeah, will probably be interested in that. Yeah, I like the Twin Snakes. That game gets a lot of shit, but I really like the first uh, the remake of the first game. It's very, uh, it's very it's amazing. How much it's worth? Um, yeah, as yeah, it's crazy. Same with Danganronpa Three. When I saw that on eBay, I was thinking, expecting like fifty or sixty quid, which is what how much is the Nori games is worth? Like opened, like sealed. That game's like one hundred thirty odds. Yeah, but um. I thought, well, do I sell the Nori games? Because I really do love 999. I really do love VLR. Plus, it gave me another excuse to play them because you get, they have trophies for each of the games now. So it gave me another excuse to play through 999 and VLR and get a a platinum out of it on the Vita. And I just Mm -hmm. love the Vita. I just love sitting there on the Vita playing a visual novel. I think that's why it's like, it's solidified for me. Like, like, visual novels should be played on a handheld. Um, There's just something about it that feels, feels right. Because um, I tried playing yeah. um, one of my other favourite vision novels, uh, AI Somnium Files. I tried playing it on Game Pass on a big TV. And it just didn't, didn't sit right with me. There's just something about it. it was like, yeah. I'd always sit, like get ready to sit in my big chair and then turn on the big TV and have the surround on just to play this visual novel game. Um, There's just something about it, just sitting in bed, playing on the Switch, you know. Um, It's quite comforting. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm really excited about that. I really do love those games. And they've really, because I haven't really, I completely forgot that they completely added the changed the first game and added voice acting in. Um, yeah, and some of the voice actors they got for some of the characters that, well, I shouldn't say, some of them appear again. Let's just say in the next game, but um, it's pretty obvious when you look at the cover because they're there twice, so it's not really a spoiler. It's literally on the cover. Yeah. Um, but some of the characters that there only within that game sounded exactly how I thought they would sound, just based on how they looked. So they did quite a good job on the voice acting stuff, 
Plus, they've got two modes. They've got the adventure mode and the novel mode. So the adventure mode mm-hmm. is more like VLR. Because in VLR, I'm not sure if it's been years since we played 999 on the DS, but on the DS, like, the person talked, but it also gave you a description of what the person was doing. It says, oh, Junpei got up and smacked his head uh, against the railing and screamed, ah! Then he talked for a bit. Then they were going to, like, describe the scene a bit more. Um, whereas in VLR, they didn't do that. They, instead of, like, de- detailing the descriptions, they would just show you and characters would react and say things. So they've added the VLR version of that in where they, they've taken out the description element where they've described the scene and what's happening or that kind of stuff and just had mm-hmm. pure text, but like dialogue based. And it kind of takes something away from that first game. Like if you just have all the dialogue, you're missing a lot of the detail. Like the, some of the detail they went into is really obscure. I kind of forgot that um, like when you first get kidnapped by Zero, they, they went into detail about the temperature of the room and stuff like that. And uh, yeah. Uh, how you were feeling in the room at the time, the kind of the chill in the air and stuff like that. And so I kind of, I kind of like that. So I've been sticking with the um, the novel mode, where it, it takes a bit longer to get through, but you get a lot more detail out of it because the game doesn't show up because it's just sprites. It's not like three D based, like as in VLR. Um, but still, still, I'm interested to see how they handle the ending because the ending tied into the hardware itself. That's all I'll say. But mm-hmm. I'm curious how they're going to handle that. Um, and this. And VLR is just awesome. I love VLR so much. So I'm excited to play that again. But I'm going to play Doki Doki first. That is my... <laughs> it's cheap as well, Doki Doki. It's a cheap one. As as <clears throat> I'm going to play that first. So, Bill... See, I'm going to go back and get a Ooh. platinum for Doki Doki. Yeah, I would. Because it's, it's easy platinum, so... It's fairly short as well. Um, yeah. Just get by up most of the dialogue at this point now. Another game I'm looking forward to... was, was I think the game's like half an hour long, but it's like the game that they made specifically for the Steam Deck, like Aperture Desk Job, I think it was called. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. I can't wait to play that. Plus, another game I've always wanted to play, because I'm, I'm a big... I really like Half-Life 2 and Half-Life Alex. I think they're great games. But I'm not so hot on Half-Life 1. I played Half-Life 1 on the PS2, which some would consider one of the better versions compared to the original, because the, the mm-hmm. PS2 version is like a... They remade a lot of the character models and stuff like that. This look better than the PC version that had remade models. Models done by Gearbox as well. The first Half Life on PS2, but it just a lot of that game. <clears throat> it got it was, it was a really frustrating game because it kept there's like en- environmental puzzles that you do and stuff like that, but it's not really obvious of what you do. And I just remember getting to a certain point in that game where I just could not figure out what to do, and I just gave up because I just get frustrated with it, and that happened a lot in that first game. And I just, I'm not a big Half Life One fan. <clears throat> I think it's uh, got my throat is going weird. Hold on. <laughs> I need a drink. There we go. Am I sound normal now? There we go. Yeah, you sound normal. Um. So I think I think it's a little overrated in some aspects, though I understand the importance of the things it was doing. Well, like in terms of it's kind of kind of the opposite of Metal Gear Solid because Metal Gear Solid came along. I think they came at the, did they came out the same year? Was that the year like? Metal Gear came out of Final Fantasy VII, like Half-Life came out or something, remember? That was that yeah, crazy it, was, it was like the God Year. I'll give it a like like Half-Life year. release date. 1998, so when did Metal Gear come out? I think it was 1998 as well. Year. Solid release date. Yeah, that was September 1998. 
So when was Final Fantasy VII? Oh, that was 97, uh, the year before. So that two-year period had a lot of amazing games. Like, industry-changing games. Um, so Metal Gear is like the opposite, <clears throat> where it was cutscene-heavy, it was way more cinematic and movie-feeling, I guess you could say, cinematic feel to it, with the cutscenes. Mm-hmm. It took control away from you a lot and stuff like that, um, to focus on like these cutscenes that lasted quite a long time. It was just amazing, it was just game-changing, I absolutely became obsessed with the demo, then ultimately bought the game, or my mum bought the game for me, but... But Half-Life is the complete opposite where there's no cinematics. The cinematics happen in real time in front of you, like real conversations with real people in the game, obviously. Um, and the game almost never takes control away from you. You're always in control, even within the moments where the story is happening in front of you. And I've always appreciated that. I really mm-hmm. like that in Half-Life 2, where <clears throat> you're going through this like open, linear area where it feels like it feels open, but it's linear and the game's constantly getting you, even when you don't realise it. Um, then you come across these these character moments where you meet other people and you have that downtime from the anxiety. Then you just have this story that happens in front of you. There's like just zero cutscenes in Half Life, which I've always really liked, but I just never really got all along with um, the puzzle stuff in the first game. It's just really annoying and not fun. And 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 I personally think as Half Life One goes on, the worse it gets. And I think a lot of people would agree. There's just certain uh, the later levels that are just really not great and really bad. Um, but I want to play Black Mesa, which is the remake. Yeah, and I watched oh, I the documentary. Black great. Yeah, and I watched the documentary that No Clip put out, the Daniel Dwyer No Clip. So I watched like the first part of that, where they went into detail about the stuff that they fixed. They broke down all the issues that I had with the first game and said, "Well, we've completely remade this to make it easier to figure out to actually." You know, we're guiding the player without them realizing it. It seems like they fixed a lot of those issues that I had with that first game. And it looks amazing, so I really want to buy that now and actually give Half Life 1 a proper chance. Because mm-hmm. I didn't just didn't get along with it the first time. Um, but that's another game I'm really excited to play. Um, so that might be one I buy, actually, with my little bit of money. I don't, I don't, again, I don't think it's overly expensive, Black Mesa. It's like 10 or 12 quid or something like that when I last looked. Bad. It's worth it for that. Yeah, so I'm, I'm excited to play that and actually see what Half-Life 1 uh, the later stages of Half-Life 1 is about, I suppose. There's just some aspects of that first game that are just not good. This puzzle stuff is a lot of it's bad. Yeah. Especially the there's just one moment where you're it's not a railway, I think it's the railway section, I can't remember what it's called, like Half-Life Real Or you're on a boat or something like that. I remember you're on something like a boat or... It was on a rail, that's what it's called. Oh, just awful. Awful, awful, awful. <laughs> it's really bad. It's awful. <laughs> yeah, it's really, really not good. But it seems that they've remade that. They've actually cut that, significantly cut that down in Black Mesa and made it a bit more streamlined. Whereas they tried to do this whole open linear type thing that was like an open area with puzzles and people just constantly got confused because you were doing... You found like a solution to a puzzle you didn't realise was a puzzle. Mm-hmm. So when you solve a puzzle before you've solved the puzzle, before you even knew it was a puzzle, you never knew what it was for. So you find this like valve and you put it in and you twist something, well what did that do? And you're looking around looking for the thing that it done, but you never notice what the thing, the problem that you had to solve beforehand. So you're just constantly getting lost in that first game and it's really not good. Um, but the they seem to fix a lot of that in Black Mesa, so I'm really excited to see, just to play that now. 
Yeah. Um, so we'll see how that goes. So, Bill, anyway, we've talked enough about games. <clears throat> so I got a bit of heat. I put a tweet out with my hot takes, which weren't actually real. Oh, or, is this your controversy? Like the gaming opinions that will get you cancelled? Yeah, but the, I, I thought people would get that I wasn't being serious by my last one. <laughs> but Which one was your last one again? We'll get, I'll, I'll read them out. But basically, the I'll read them out, right, and I'll say why. I, I got like 20 DMs from this account, right? So here are my, here are my, my hot takes. Here we go. So, number one. The vast majority of Nintendo's library is overrated and hyped up due to nostalgia. I don't believe that's true. I believe some, certain aspects of it's true, though. The last time it happened was Metroid agree. Red. I'd agree to an extent. Yes. I would change the wording of that now. Yeah. I don't think it's the vast majority. I think a, 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 a portion of the library is, is hyped up. Um... I think Metroid Dread is one of them because one of the things I have been listening to the cover because Metroid Dread is my first ever Metroid game, uh, or technically second. But when people were playing, they were saying a lot of the podcasts listened to reviews were saying like this is the best within a genre within the Metroid genre, which I just completely disagree with. There's a lot of better games out there. I think Ori the Blind Forest is a much better Metroid game um, than this game than Metroid Dread. Mm-hmm. So stuff like that, people having up purely just based on the fact that it's another Metroid game that they haven't had in ages, and it's like bringing back that nostalgia. So I think it's a little overrated in that sense. Second point. So my second point was actually a little bit going to be about Assassin's Creed. But mm. I didn't believe in it enough to say it. Yeah. Uh, so the only one I could compare it to, the one I of that was Wolfenstein, The New Order, and New Colossus is greater than Dune 2016 and Eternal. I don't believe that is true. As for me, I, if I break that down, if we broke that down right now and gave me a choice, like, it's obvious the better first person, it's obvious that the better first person shooter is Doom. Yeah. In a gameplay perspective, I just prefer Wolfenstein for all the other aspects that aren't the first person shooter part of it. I don't think, yeah. going back when I played The New Order recently, it's not the best shooter, but everything else around it like the world, the world building, who you're killing, the characters, the story, all the crazy stuff that happens, that just appeals way more to me than anything that Doom 2016 or Doom Eternal does. But how do you write that in a tweet? Yeah. So, so I didn't know how to write that. Um, so what, what do you think of that one? Uh, agreed. I prefer Wolfenstein over Doom. But I can't take away from the fact that Doom is a better game. But uh, oh, in terms of like as a, first of, pers- as a first person it, shooter, yes, it's like that Jeremy Clarkson meme where it's like you know he's with the Ford Fiesta <laughs> and like the Volkswagen up, and it was like this is brilliant. Like you're talking about Doom, but I prefer this. Yeah, it's hundred percent that. Like, do it, like I'm not that. taking anything away from those. Like when I first played no. Doom 2016, I thought this is like this is what a first person shooter should be. Um, yeah, it just felt so good playing for first person shooters. Yeah, um, like Doom Eternal is probably to me is still arguably the best first-person shooter available. Like, it's better than the likes of Call of Duty, that kind of thing, easily. Um, if, they t- if they took out the the shitty platforming stuff they added in to just pad out the levels, uh, would, yes. they need it was to a get bit too long. But yeah, it was, in terms the, of actual combat, 
so like the shooting in it, it's flawless. Yeah, the arena based combat is a lot of fun. And yeah, I really enjoyed that. It was just they ruined it with the the annoying adding in the Super Mario. They literally had the Super Mario fleet of fire spinny things. Yeah, remember the the Bowser's castles? Yeah, those spinning fireballs. Yeah. Like they literally added that yeah, into Doom. I was like, "What the hell are you doing? This is stupid. You're adding too many." Yeah, like Doom to doesn't need this. No, just let me shoot things. I understand they try to go for the loud, quiet, loud mentality, um, like Pixie style, but I don't need the quiet part to be the part where I'm jumping over platforming puzzles. No, um, just make it about downtime, just walking or something. Yeah, exactly. Or running around picking up stuff up or whatever i don't know so the third yeah. point um this is where i got a lot of heat actually um so this got picked up by an account that does that handles this kind of stuff so i said amiibo and funko pop collections are a waste of money in plastic and both belong in a landfill <laughs> which is where they'll go once you're all dead <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so i thought people would read that and thought oh he's not being serious because i wasn't being serious like i like people enjoy their collections i'm just not fond of I, I prefer Amiibos over Funkos. Uh, I think they look cooler. See, like, literally the day prior to you writing that, I bought the Kirby Amiibo. I've got it sitting right there. <laughs> Amiibos are fine. Aye. Amiibos are fine. I was just be. I was just trying to... Because there's people within that thread that were saying certain things. I was, I was trying to get to them, but... Um, I didn't really mean it. I don't, I don't care. I don't much care for Funko Pops. The, mm-hmm. the only thing that triggers me is the people that there's this YouTube channel that's dedicated to collecting them and they have multiple rooms in their house dedicated to Funko Pops and I hate it. Like, are you ever <laughs> going to have a point in your life where you, you you know, just imagine you have kids. Do you ever really believe that your kids will pass down your Funko Pops for the next, like, five generations? Do you think in, like, five generations to, like, 200 years time? So, oh, here's your great-great-grandfather's Incredible Hulk Funko Pop. You know, no one's going to do that. So it's just a waste of time and money. It's so stupid. No, one, no one's going to do it. No one's going to do it. <laughs> Amiibos are cool. Amiibos I understand because it's tied to properties that people have feelings towards. Like the yeah. Nintendo properties. I know they have that in Funko Pops as well, but it's just more of a mass market manufacturer type thing for that, where it's just trying to appeal to the masses, where Amiibos like... I know it's technically doing the same thing there, but it just feels different with Amiibos. Um, so I put that it got retweeted by this Funko Pop um, account that has like a bunch of followers um, oh they blocked me now oh, <laughs> so it's got like 300,000 tweets so it just tweets out um, all this Funko Pop related stuff for some reason it's really weird so I retweeted it and I just get, I started getting DM saying or oh, does that mean you want me to die? Or something like that about the Funko Pop? I was like, no, I don't want you to die. <laughs> I, <did that. laughs> I, 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 I don't know. I thought people wouldn't take it seriously as they did. But uh, it's just a typical internet thing where people read too much into things. Um, So I, I, I'm tempted to put out a tweet because I, I literally got like 20 DMs. But I'm glad they at least reached out in DMs instead of publicly. Maybe because they didn't want to. The things they said would get them banned. But... Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it was weird. So, because I, because I have a, my messages and Twitter stuff in a way that it doesn't come up as a message; it comes up as a request. So, when I went on one day, right. I had like a, just a ton of notifications on my Twitter because I don't use the main Twitter app; I use Tweetbot. Then I went to the top; it says "message request." I had like eighteen. I was like, "What's in here?" Then I just had all these people 
the Funko Pop Defenders, the Funko Pop Alliance, coming at me. Um, <laughs> I've been tempted to put a, put a tweet to clarify the three points thing. I actually wasn't being serious about this. I was trying to get myself cancelled on purpose. I don't really believe anything I'm saying. <laughs> I, don't think people... I just want to see if anyone would react. And you have. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, with some, with some pretty bad stuff, actually. I should probably report them. So, Bill, mm-hmm. what, what I wanted to know was... I want What's you to know con- any hot takes. I really but do. I'm really curious. I want you to my- be as harsh as possible. Harsh as possible? See, yeah, I had to like, think just- about it, but I can't think of one. But, like... I thought one of well, Martin's was really good. Um, I believe... Well, I was trying to find his. Uh, he One of his was spot on. And I fully believe this. Uh, where's his? Hold on, let's get his page up. They put Halo 4 was good. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I wonder how many people triggered that to that. Uh, I think he's... Has he deleted it now? I think he would have deleted it. No, he didn't. Here it is. So that's the first one. It's original Half-Life is completely shit and PC gamers have brainwashed themselves and think it's a good game. Oh, 100%. Uh, I, I would say the original Half-Life, that is true, yes. Though this is the one that got me that was like, yes, this is true. It's just true. And I don't care anyone's listening. It's a fact. God of War 2018 is the only good one. It is. <laughs> it is. He, like, he always goes around all the time being like, all the other God of War games are terrible. He is right. Is he is right. <laughs> like, I... I played the first one. It's just a button mashy time, timed event nightmare. It's really not that great. Same with the third one as well. It's just they're all all the original ones are. They're yeah. all their time. Twenty eighteen is a solid, damn solid, God of War game. It's oh, that's amazing. amazing game. Uh, they said oh, Halo Four is good. Uh, Halo Four is good. Bioshock Two is the best one. I would have to. I, I don't know about that one yet because I recently played. Bought it recently back when lockdown happened. I played Bioshock for the first time since it came out, and I enjoyed it. Uh, so I need to play Bioshock Two to actually play it to th- see if I feel that way. Um, yeah, I said Arkanite is the best of the series, but I haven't really played any of the Batman ones. But uh, I do like the look of Arkham Knight at least. But yeah, God of War twenty eighteen is the best God of War. We're saying it now. It's so good. It's it really so is. Good. It really is. So, Bill, Warriors, I need to know your so- hot takes. I don't know. I'm rubbish with hot takes. Um, <laughs> uh, I, I had to think about it, but I couldn't really think of anything that was like particularly standout. Just, my first one was that The Last of Us is overhyped. Like People give that game way too much credit. It's good. It's fabulous. But I think there's better games out there. Um, what? It's my favourite game right. of all time. No, it's fine. Oh. I like that game a lot. Yeah. No, 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 I'm just pretending like to be triggered. <laughs> be triggered. <laughs> I like it a lot, but there's just other games out there that I think are better, like Sony exclusives that are better. Like Ghost of Tsushima is brilliant. Um, but yet no one really talks about it. Days Gone was completely, you know, like that, that, what happened to that game right. is criminal. So good. Yeah, it's a shame. It's a, it's a shame um, the way Sony treated that. There's a, lot, there's a hardcore fan base for that game. Yeah. And rightly so. Um, and then there's like, what, what other hot takes have I got? Um, say, I, I, I couldn't even really think of anything that was particularly like, oh, this will get me cancelled. The other one that I thought potentially might have got me cancelled was like, Fallout 76 is amazing. Um, <laughs> yeah, that one would. 
<laughs> that's our. That, yeah, that, 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 that was what I thought of. I thought I would get too much heat for Fallout seventy six. <laughs> yeah, see, that's like the the hottest take is that actually Fallout seventy six is brilliant, um, and Fallout seventy six was never actually that bad. It's just people gave it a bad press because they couldn't see, like, it was a game that was going to evolve, not necessarily stay the same. Well, just I think um, the issue we talked about this before is that we just didn't understand it at first of what it was doing. We expected yeah. it to be like the other Fallout games, which, in fairness, they did advertise it as that. But it's once you get into it, and I, I still remember that conversation we had. Finally enough, as well, I was playing Doom. Uh, I even remember the exact <sighs> level I was on. I remember you were in Prodigy, and I said to you, "Is that I was quite angry about it because we've been told this game is you should play it in a certain way." But when you actually break down what Fallout Seventy Six is, it's completely different. Yeah, um, and I remember when we had that realization, we had that chat. It's like we need to sort ourselves out, and like then we get, and then we got to a point where we understood it, and we just became obsessed. Yes, still am. <laughs> I haven't played it in a wee while, though. I need to jump back in. Um, been, isn't, it, isn't it crazy? That it's been a year since we had that. I think it was all of January last year in that third lockdown where we just played that game. Nah, it was just nonstop. Yeah, like, I think it's my most played game on Xbox now, which is insane. As um, for me, which is, <laughs> um, I bought it on PlayStation as well. It went down to like two quid <coughs> in the shop, oh, wow. and I was like, "It's like, well, I'm probably not going to play the PlayStation version, but I'm buying it anyway." Um, just to have it, you never know when it might come in handy. Um, I played it on PlayStation now. Oh. Mm. But yeah, it's like I don't really have like massive hot takes. I've never really sat and thought about it. I'd be like, I've got such a controversial opinion on on something. Um, maybe just like people would fight with me about The Last of Us. I do think that there's better games out there, though. The Last of Us, in terms of storytelling, is absolutely phenomenal. Um, yeah, I just think it might just be down to like personal taste of like what I want from a game. Like, I prefer the likes of Ghost of Tsushima. Um, I, I loved it. Days Gone, loved that. As I just said, there's Barrasoni exclusives um, out there rather than The Last of Us, but some people will just be like, oh no, it's the best. Um, Last of Us 1 was better than 2. Yes. Um, two I didn't is, think uh, The Last of Us, Last of Us 2 is, that one. Yeah, it's good, but it's not better than the first one. Um, that's, I'm actually surprised that's not one of Maru's hot takes because he thinks 2 is the better one. Oh really? Wow! Yeah. See that would be a good one. Like, but you should tell me put that up. Yeah, be like, no, it's the first one's better. Second one's too long. Um, is that whole last chapter is Ellie is like um, not really needed? You're in California. And he's like, oh, okay, so going through all this, and you get to the end. He's like, well, I've killed like a thousand people to get here, but I just can't go through killing you. So I'm just going to walk away now. Fucking bullshit. Yeah, bullshit. <laughs> Is this like, a TikTok no this, this guy this guy <clears throat> made um versus what the I can't remember it was that guy I've told you about in the past. He made a similar TikTok where um uh they get to the end, the, the guy is like on his knees about to die and pull out the gun and he goes, Nah, it doesn't matter anymore. I'll let him live. Then the other guy's he literally <laughs> threw your child against the wall and killed your child. It doesn't matter. I'm just going to leave. Uh, let him live. Is it no, no? Why? You, <laughs> she literally killed your father figure and other people and your friend. Yeah, and you're just letting her live. It's walking stupid. away. Yeah, 
I still agree with your original take that they should have given you a choice. Yeah, they should have done. I didn't because right. I didn't come. I I was like still in the mindset of it should just be the should it should be the way it is, and they had to change too much to make that thing a the choice a thing. But then I sort of sat and thought about it more. Came back to you and said, you know what? I completely agree. Yeah, they should have given the choice. I would have killed her. Yes, I, don't, don't, like, I, I liked Abby. Um, I really liked Abby towards the end of it. But what she did is. You know, like if that was me, it'd be really unforgivable. If you're playing as Ellie, or if you're Ellie and she's done all these things to you, surely you should want your revenge. And if that is killing her, then so be it. Yep. Kill both of them, even the little kid. Kill her, yeah. Just <laughs> might as well. Like I'm here anyway, so um, want a bit of a killing spree, so. It's a shame. It's a shame they wrap that game, but in terms of story, because I think a lot of people, a lot of people with a certain mindset against certain people, a group of people. So when they hear anything that's like remotely involves anything progressive, like a, a character or has a, elements of a story that deals with uh, the trans stuff or whatever, mm-hmm. um, people automatically shit on and assume it's the worst. But it's very they don't really touch on it a lot. It's like a I actually met completely missed one of the characters is like a what's the the young uh, boy's name? Um, oh god, I can't remember. I know so you're talking the, about the, his original name is like Lily or something. That wasn't or something, something like that. that. Yeah, where the 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 weird creepy clan people were shouting that kid's name. I didn't caught on. Mm-hmm. I didn't catch on to that. Then I just assumed she was a boy. The he was a boy the entire time. It wasn't until uh, later on. Oh wait a minute, they were, that's what they're trying to get onto. But it's because I think Abby was a bit more masculine, and they thought, yeah, like that whole thing was a whole a whole big deal, and the people were sharing us. I'm not buying this, so this is terrible. There's, they really do not touch on it much. All that stuff, no. Like she just looks a bit more masculine. She's not. Yeah, like, she's well, her history is that she trained. Like, <laughs> yeah, like, like she's just a, a bodybuilder basically. Um, yeah, is that when you start playing as her? She's you start in a gym. <laughs> yeah, and a lot of people are just really triggered by that, which is a shame because there's a lot of. It's just a, a good game, a really good game. Mm-hmm. Not as good as the first one, though. No, the first one was definitely one. much better. Yeah, I really like the first one. It was like the wee aspects the... of the second one that I quite liked as well. Obviously, the playing of the guitar, that was a really, really cool bit. Um, just that the combat in general was better in the second game. I like mm-hmm. the combat in the second game more, but I still prefer the first. I also quite like the bit where like, you at one point or hunting, you're you're hunting Ellie as Abby, oh, yeah. and you're kind of portraying that Ellie's actually the villain in all this. And you're like, all right, that's an interesting take. It, is, it was weird because I was still. Uh, I see what they were trying to do there about trying to see her as the villain, because also she is the villain in their eyes. But when you mm-hmm. give the player direct control over that. You, you're so connected to Ellie as a character that you're a bit hesitant to do anything, which doesn't match up with what the character's intentions are. So mm-hmm. when I took over as Abby, I was hesitant to do things. I, was like, I don't want to do this, but the character would be thinking that. So they kind of... I see what they were trying to do, but it didn't quite work because they're still in my head. I had that... I was being such a huge fan of the first game and really enjoying the second game and watching and liking that character. Uh... 
it just kind of fell flat there for me. But I could kind of see what they were trying to do. I, just, I don't think it worked out how they wanted it to. Because mm-hmm. why would Abby hesitate? She wouldn't hesitate. She wants to kill her. Because Abby killed, you know, or whatever happened. What was the motivation to Abby, Abby kill? Or, um, um, so Ellie wanted to kill Abby because Abby was the one who killed Joel because Joel killed the fireflies. The, so this <gasps> Abby's right. dad was the surgeon who, right. was, who had the cure, but Joel killed the surgeon. Thus, That's it killing the only person who had the cure and then uh, Abby wanted to kill Ellie because of all that basically Abby wanted to kill Joel but had nothing to do with Ellie but then Ellie took was like I'm making this person and now I'm going to go hunt Ellie and then that was it Ellie yeah that's basically I forgot about that so yeah it just just felt a bit weird trying to kill Ellie as someone who cared about Ellie Um, Mm -hmm. it it was a cool moment though um it was different. It wasn't something I expected. And I, and I liked playing as another character and having yeah, a like story. Well. Yeah, it was cool. Uh, I wouldn't mind playing through it again at some point. I don't know when, though. Yeah, it's got Get the PS5 moment. upgrade now. Yeah, it's got the 60 frames stuff now. It, it's, it's good. I liked it. I've still got it installed on my uh, PlayStation. Um, see, I've not got it installed. Yeah, I started just to try it out see what it was like, and it was, it was good. 1440p 60, so yeah. It's good. So, well, anywhere I take is that you? That's me. I, I don't have many. Yeah, I can't think of I'll anything ha- else. I'll have a, a think about it, but I can't really think of much. Um, there's like other than the obvious ones. So, Fortnite is a waste of money. Um, <laughs> like, see the amount of people that spend like money on V Bucks, that kind of thing, like Call of Duty skins. That's all a waste of money. Um, like, that's but if that's what people enjoy, um. But no, I don't really have. I, can't, I might have a wee think and see if I can think of any more. But I can't really think of much. You think working at a game shop, I'd probably have a wee bit more like hot takes. Um, actually, my one like Sony's a well, massive. You know, Sony's library is filled with shovelware, filled with jank. And I see yeah. that in a retail point of view. <laughs> like you get this PlayStation game in and you're like, what on earth is that? Um, it's like, oh, look at the amount of games on PlayStation. I'm like, yeah, but like half of them is rubbish. Like, if you I actually go through it. Ooh. This is one we've said before. And it's one people believe. I think the Xbox One is one of the worst consoles ever made. Yeah. <laughs> but the Xbox One X is great. Yeah. Xbox, Xbox one, one X is great. Shape. Xbox One's terrible. Xbox Series X is great. Um, actually, I suppose that's the, the hottest take, is that Series X is a superior console to the PS5. Um, that's a pretty hot take. Oh, yeah. Um, that, that's a good one. Yep. Yeah, that's superior. What I agree is. with. It just is. Yep. Like, I'm sitting playing my PS5 at the moment, and you know what? I miss my Xbox. Um, well, they did update the times. PS5 recently. Um, they did? They changed the friends list stuff now, which is good. So now the yeah, entire list is within. Yeah, it's a lot better now. Same with the debt. They've added the download stuff permanently there now, so it doesn't just randomly disappear when you haven't done, haven't got anything downloaded. They've made it some good software changes, but it took eighteen months, nearly, yeah, to do that when it should have just been there day one. Um, it was a bit half baked some of the stuff in that, but yeah, I agree. Uh, there's a lot of the software features on the Series X that I just 
like I've still got my game of Forza 5 going for the last few months. Yep. Whenever I feel like loading it up, it's just right there. Sitting there. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, I have another one. I think this is true. Mm-hmm. But I've gone to appreciate it more as the year has gone on, but I still think it's at least in this early in his life. That I think the PS3 the later revisions of the PS3 the PS3 got worse as it went on. Mm-hmm. I just think that's a very good console. But I like I thought, the library. I thought it peaked with the it peaked with the slum. Or so you had I think it got the, I, I think it probably has to get worse from there. Like this the fat one is the best one in my opinion. Mm-hmm. The reason why is because it had PS one backwards compatibility. I had full PS two backwards compatibility. And also could play PS three games. I had the Blu ray drive, it had a ton of USB ports, it had all these your S D card slot and all that kind of stuff. I had the Wi Fi mm-hmm. button. Also, the later versions have Wi-Fi built as well. But it was just like a really... When I first... When I really wanted one when it first came out, I just remember reading the magazines and like, oh, I can put my PSP memory card in there and like... uh, They had, had, those, had these whole plans for the PSP and how it would interact with the PS3 as well. They didn't really fulfill properly until much later. But then after each revision, the console would progressively got worse. So they've released the 80 gig version, which took away the hardware... PS2 backwards compatibility and replace it with software mm-hmm. and then the versions after that, the PS3 Slim they took out all the backwards compatibility but only left in the PS1 disc compatibility and PS2 backwards compatibility via the Playstation 2 Classics on the store so as, as time went on it progressively got worse in terms of features but I think the PS Slim I still have mine, it's hooked up, I don't even have my 360 hooked up, I have my PS3 Slim hooked up still um I like how that one looks more than the one after that, which is the weird slidey top door thing. PS PlayStation, yeah. remember that? There's like yeah. a, a grilled. That looked quite daft. Yeah. It was weird. Because we got them traded think, but, in all the time. And it was just like, when you saw them, you're like, that just looks stupid. <laughs> it's, a wee yeah, it was, it's nowhere near as good as the it was, PS2. Slim. It felt cheap as well. And I didn't really feel that great. It sounded like it as well. Yeah, no, hundred percent. Um, but yeah, I've, I've, as time has gone on, I've appreciated certain aspects of the PS3 more and what it was doing, uh, games wise. But I, as a console, I don't think it's uh that great, especially the online stuff. It feels like stepping back in time with that thing, especially compared mm-hmm. to the 360 at the time. Uh, like just no party chat or anything like that. It just felt static. In a digital age where things are changing all the time. <laughs> Stupid. Uh, I can't think of any more. I think that's me in terms of hot takes. Yeah, I think that's me as well. Not filled with maybe them. But maybe my hot take would be more recent that Kingdom Hearts 4 hasn't come yet in the next until 12 <laughs> years from now. <laughs> no. I loved it to 3 take. Oh, God. Years. Years that took. Um, oh god, how many years was three? Too too many anyway. I'm looking it up. What was Kingdom Hearts three announced? Twenty thirteen. Twenty thirteen. Announced as a teaser at Sony's E three event. I thought it was earlier than that. 
So it was announced in 2013 and it didn't come out until 2019. No, so it'll be the same this it took time six around. years. Yeah, they shouldn't. They should announce it. They should just wait until it's nearly done. And Sora looks like he's ripped out Final Fantasy as well. Yep. So there was <laughs> a, a read a story saying it looks like there's they might do a Star Wars crossover in it, which sounds awesome. Yeah, that will be cool. So I'll probably end up getting it anyway. Not even so much for the the story, just purely just for. The missions, because the missions in 3 were great. Um, like, running around the world of Frozen. It's really, really cool. Um, yeah, and Toy Story as well. This was cool. Yeah, so all that was awesome. And then they got to like the actual Kingdom Hearts stuff, and you're like, eh, I don't really care about this. I have no yeah. idea what's going on. I'm hoping 4 will have a bit of like a, a reboot to it. It won't, but... It'd be cool if it did. Yeah, just completely for- forget all the stories from the last game. Yeah, and just start again. Because it's like I've got because it's like story even intertwined and in like browser games and stuff like that as well. It's like how are you even meant to a hundred percent keep up? There must cannot. only just be like a small portion of people who actually know what the story to Kingdom Hearts is, and most people will just be playing it because it's you know Disney. At least that's what I think. Yeah. Actually, speaking of Star Wars, that. Lego Star Wars game looks awesome. Oh god, yeah, it looks so so good. I haven't picked it up yet, but I'm tempted. Um, my week has literally been people coming in, be like, "Have, have you got it? Have you got the deluxe edition that has the the character with the the blue milk?" And she's like, "No, it's pre order only." Like, oh, oh, I think I think that's really bad that you don't have that version. I, I thought you were about to be a game store, <laughs> like. We are. It's just that was a you know that's a limited run. It was pre-order only. I've only got standard editions left. If it's a character pass you want, no, I want the I want the I want Luke Skywalker with the blue milk. Like I, I can't get you that, unfortunately. <laughs> blue milk is that what you said? Yeah. So you know how he drinks blue milk. All oh, right. Um, so the part of the limited edition and the Krypton, uh, I keep saying Kryptonite. The Carbonite edition. Yeah, uh, you got a cat. You got a wee Lego figure of Luke Skywalker drinking blue milk. Oh, I see. Okay, and that's, that's what interesting. Everyone, and that's what everyone's after because it's a collector's item. Um, especially those that collect Lego piece Lego pieces. So I think you're just going for like twenty five pounds online now. Wow! Just to buy the figure okay, by I itself. Under- I understand. I understand the demand now. I thought um, it was like something in game or something. No, 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 no. It's just it's just this wee Lego figure. That everyone's after, um, but it's just like non-stop. Or like even like, um, so I came out on the Tuesday, so Thursday, we'd get a phone. Like the phone would just be off the hook. Or it's been forty-eight hours since the games come out. Do you have any free sale ones? No, they all got picked up. Oh, oh, that's a disaster, isn't it? I'm like, well, for you, yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's, that's interesting. Yeah, see, it's really sincerely popular. Um, it looks good. I think, that looks really, really good. I think one thing we should do, since we're actually based in the UK, is the UK is one of the best places for sales data. Mm. Um, it used to be the US with the MPDs, where every month they had released the MPDs for like console numbers and uh, game sales and stuff like that, but that's not really a thing anymore. Um. But in the UK, it's called GFK or something like that, I think it's called. 
Uh, oh yeah, GFK. All data is courtesy of GFK. Every week in the UK, you get a rundown of the top 10 games and what sold the most and on what platform. Mm. So I've got them here. It's quite interesting. So number 10. Top 10 games. Uh, here's the UK, GFK, UK boxed top 10 for the week ending of April 9th. So here we are. Number 10, which was previously number 11, Minecraft for the Switch. I'm Still curious. Going strong. I'm curious actually how this is going to go. If it matches our chart in the shop or not. See, this is why this is why I thought it would be interesting because mm. you we've got like a chart that in real time. Exactly. Number nine, which was previously number eight, WWE 2K22. It's not. Mm. Number eight. That was previously number nine last week. Animal Crossing New Horizons. Mm. That's interesting. That sells se- really well. Yep. Number seven, which was last, last week at number seven, Grand Turismo 7. Oh. Which is funny. Still, still sailing. <laughs> seven, seven, seven. Yeah. <laughs> um, next one, number six, that was previously number two, has been kicked out by two big games. That's Elden Ring, number six. The Elden Ring. Mm. Man, this. I mean, you can see why. We'll see why Nintendo makes so much money after this. Number five, previously number six, Mario Kart Eight Deluxe. Oh, that's always the new DLC. Stupid how often that sells. Can't wait to play that on my Steam Deck. Um, Pokemon Legends Arceus, number four, previously number three. Number three is FIFA Twenty Two. Number two, previously number one, is Kirby in the Forgotten Land. Good to see Kirby up there. And number one is obviously Lego. Lego Star Wars. Star Wars. It's the Skywalker Saga. I think, uh, whereas the... Here it is here. In terms of box sales, the Skywalker Saga is the second fastest selling game of the year behind Pokemon Legends Arceus. But behind... But ahead of Hor- uh, Horizon, Horizon Forbidden West and Elden Ring. Wow, ahead of Horizon Forbidden West and Elden Ring. That's crazy, because Elden Ring that. sells like, in, insane numbers. Wow, I wasn't expecting that. That's impressive. So, thirty-one percent of box sales were on PS Five, twenty-six were on Nintendo Switch, twenty-three on Xbox, which is quite high mm. for Xbox, and twenty on PS Four. Actually, oh yeah, twenty on PS Four. Well, Sony, man, Sony is just decimating. Die. both the Switch and the Xbox. That's impressive. Man, the PS Four is a beast. That, that is going to be the PS Two of this. Uh, oh, a lot of people's lifetime. Remember the PS Two and there's never went away. Yeah, it'll be the PS4. My hot take, PS4 is one of the, probably one of the top game consoles ever made. Yeah, probably, yeah I'd probably agree with that. That's, that's not too hot, is it? It's Even probably, down, no, no, it's not too it? hot, because it's probably, many people will agree with that. It was, it was amazing yeah. from launch that I even had that catchy slogan, like, for the players and stuff. It was just good from the start, from the get-go. And there's so, there's so much that the PS4 got right from the let-go. Uh I think the Xbox One, the issue around that helped that a bit. Mm -hmm. That thing was doing so much right. It was just amazing. But yeah, Lego was a... Just... One thing I thought was interesting, Tiny Tina Wonderlands wasn't in the top 10 anymore. No. Uh, No one really bought Tiny Tina. Oh, really? Yeah. Except for me. What would you buy? Yeah, I've got... I got got talked into buying it from Maru. Um, oh. I lost a bet. What was the bet? Basically, the bet was 
we we played a game of rock paper scissors because I was saying <laughs> I was saying like I want Tiny Tina, um, but I I don't at the same time. And he was like, right, we'll have a game of rock paper scissors, and if I win, you have to buy it, and if you lose, then you can make up your mind on it. Oh God, um. And I was like, all right, fine. And he won. And he was like, ah, ah, ah you have to buy it now. Ah. And I was like, okay, fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> all on a bit. Yep. So I've got it. I've not played it yet, though. I've installed it. Uh, so I need to try it. wonder what you'll ever get around to it. I wonder. Um, yeah, chunky, chunky backlog there as well. I keep eyeing up Death Stranding. I'm like, I quite fancy that. Yes. I'm very curious to hear your thoughts on that. I've just got so much Sony stuff to play. It's mental. It's all the exclusives. Just got so many to play. Like that, Returnal, Deathloop, Spider-Man, Ratchet and Clank. Also really want to replay Demon Souls. Because <laughs> of Elden Ring. But <laughs> oh man. Demon's Souls is a beautiful game. Oh, so good. Uh, also, even though you've bought Tiny Tina, I would just set it to the side for now and just try and get through those those exclusives. I might throw it on just to check, like just to try it out, see what it's like, but not like put too much time into it. Just kind of like have a wee sneak peek, poke your head in, and be like, what's, what's, what's this about? Yeah, F- focus on the backlog. Yeah, that's kind of the plan. I want to get Kirby out of the way because I'm nearly finished with Kirby. If I could stop playing Grand Trasmo 7 for about two minutes, I've been really enjoying that over the past couple of days. <laughs> good. That's so good. Um, um, I tried one of the endurance races, but gave up with it. It's, they're really difficult. Oh. Um, How long do you drive for on it? An hour. Oh, wow. Um, so it's an hour-long race, but the AI's really, really quick in it. And I was like, right, you, this is like, you need proper tuning and stuff to actually, I think, compete. Um, because it was, but you've got like pet stops as well and tire damage in it. So as it's, oh, it's you have to like stop for fuel and all that, don't you? Yeah, because there's a few races like that. Um, but that's just you know taking it to a whole new level. Because you know, in the space of an hour, you're going to go through some more tires and fuel. Um. Was oh, that the, this replicating the, the Le Mans race, the 24 hours? Yeah, race? I think so. But there's a few of them, though. I don't know if that's maybe... Oh, sugar, that's still to come. Because um, they're replicating the 24-hour oh. one. But this is like a series of races. Um, there's like, oh, maybe they left the Le Mans for last? Yeah, there's like 10 of them in total, or something like that. These hour-long races. Um, but like, I, I want to do one. It's just... I tried it and did it for about 15 minutes and was like, geez, this is, like, I was still in last place. I was like, right, okay, this is quite difficult. And like, you just see like, you know, everyone else getting further and further ahead of you. And you're like, right, this need, you know, you need to tune your car, uh, make sure actually everything's, you know, up at peak performance for doing this because it is tough. It's cool though that it's in there. Though. Wow. So where, how do you access that? Do you need to finish the menus to get it's it? A, it's in the missions. Oh, is it the missions? Yeah, it's under missions I haven't really now. delved into that. I haven't really either. It's just because I jumped in. I noticed there was an update. Um, and they said, oh, we've added in the, the hour-long endurance races. And I was like, oh. 
And I noticed the thing oh. about Le Mans as well. They're like, oh, we're adding in the 24 hour, that 24 hour thing. And I was like, surely that's just like a Le Mans thing, but reduced to an hour. <laughs> like, can you imagine sitting here for 24 hours? I think, I think some of the online iRacing, whatever it's called, do that, where they actually do it in, like for real. Yeah. Oh, no, I could totally believe it's that. It's just intense. I a, lot, a lot of people just love the aspect of it. I jumped racing. into like, the online side of it as well. I did two or three races. Um, yeah, it's, I'm not very good at it. <laughs> I think the highest I've finished is fourth. That's pretty was, good. Oh, I was quite happy with fourth, but I'm usually around six or seven. I'm never last, so I'm like, you know, that's the main thing. But the rules are stricter though, so if you collide in the side, then you get a penalty. Um, if you crash into another mm. player, you get a penalty. Um, but you get people who are just like they'll constantly try and throw you off the uh, throw you off the road. It's an absolute nightmare. Oh, that's they're, 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 well, they're trying to force you to take a penalty. Um, oh, that's but, mean. But imagine in turn though that if they're crashing into the back of you, they too are getting one. Yeah, I imagine so. It's a bit weird that they're trying to force you into it. It's like a second and a half for colliding into a wall or three seconds if you crash into a player. Mm. So it's like, it's a it's a bigger um, it's a bigger hit. Plus the payout, like, I thought the payout would be better. That's why I did it. I, was like, I bet you get a decent payout for playing online. I was like, I'm curious, I'm going to go try it. But then again, I'm never. I'm not finishing first. So I think the highest you get is like twenty thousand or something like that. But even then, I don't think did it's that high. Did you see that story about someone who created a script for Grand Turismo Seven, where they hooked up their PS Five to the remote play on the PC, and they created a script where it would just replay the same race over and over again, and they left it on for twenty four hours and got like fifteen million credits? Oh God, really? Yeah, so people are farming credits now using scripts on the PC using the PS5 remote play feature. That's how wow. bad it's gotten. That's terrible. It's such a shame what's happened to GT7. So usually GT starts badly and then improves, but this time around it started well and has degraded. Yeah, that's a weird one, isn't it? Because yeah. they've increased the cap as well for how many credits you can get. I think it was 20 million originally. I think it's now up to 100 million. Oh, wow. Didn't know that. So, you know, if you're farming that, then, you know, 100 million credits will we'll see you through. Easy peasy. Yeah. To be honest, if you got I 15 know. million, that'll do you ages. Yeah. To complete your car collection. I've, I've been really tempted to play. I think one thing, the first thing I've got to do when I get the Steam Deck is download some old PS2 games. Mm. Which I own. I'm just mm-hmm. downloading copies of them online. I own GTA 3, GT3. So I think you're downloading GT3 and uh, yeah, he's back and playing that again on the mm-hmm. Steam Deck and seeing how that goes. I'm really excited to do all that stuff, the emulation stuff on the Steam Deck. There's a lot of. Uh, I really wouldn't mind playing Silent Hill Shattered Memories again. Oh, yeah, that'll be um, a good one. Yeah, maybe download the PSP version of that or the PS2 version. And also, is you can the good thing about it, a lot of people say it runs better on the Steam Deck than PC because you don't have to increase the resolution up to like 1080p or like 4K or whatever. 
mm-hmm. to get a good picture. You just upscale it to 720p, so you just times two of the resolution, and then you've got an 800p. Basically, and the games look really sharp, and they run really well because you're only doing times two in the resolution instead of like times eight or whatever to get it on a four key screen or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think there's a, this emulation thing. It's kind of it's called uh, uh, Emu Deck or Emu Deck Emu Deck, uh, where you just download a program and it handles all the emulation stuff for you and all the settings per game and stuff like that, so you don't have to mess around with it per game to get it working. So I think that's one of the first things I'm going to do. Um, I'm tempted to buy an SD card because I haven't looked at the prices of SD cards in years, right? Mm-hmm. I think this is why I have a feeling when I do get my Steam Deck and like give it a proper review. I think I would say this now that I don't think I would recommend buying the 512 version. Uh, the I one guess. I would probably recommend buying is the middle one or the lower one, the 64 gig one. And then buy a SD card on top. Yeah, because a 256 gig SD card is like 26 quid. Yeah, they're cheap. Like, they're quite cheap to yeah, pick up now. Last time I bought one of those, that like 256 gig was like 8 quid in the last bought one. Um, so in my mind, I'm still in that mindset. Mm-hmm. Um, but I watched like Linus, Linus Tech Tips and they compared the SD to the the SSD to the um, uh, micro SD card and there's just not a massive difference. A lot of the times it was faster on the micro SD. Um, so I'd probably recommend just going for the 64 gig or the 256 if you want, just a bit more of internal memory. Yeah. The 512 one, like the 512 one, you get an exclusive carrying case. Ooh. And you get an you get an etched screen. Ooh. So you don't need, so it's not as like anti-reflective built in. Mm-hmm. Um. Which means you can't really put a screen protector on it because as soon as you put a screen protector on it, the it'll just become reflective again. Uh, it's a bit weird, but yeah, I'd probably go for the the middle tier, the lower tier, if you were to buy one. It's worth it for the the case alone. Exactly. Delicious case. I like the, the the difference in the case. The inside of it is a different color. <laughs> oh no, that's not true. It's, the inside is a different color, and the logo has got a color of a different color, and it has a pouch for your plug, your charger. Oh my! That's about it. And you get an exclusive keyboard theme. That you can't get anywhere. No, else. an exclusive keyboard theme. Yeah, I've got like ninety thousand Steam points, and I have no idea what to do with them. Hmm. Apparently, you can buy like emotes and stuff like that, and like themes for your profile. Pass. I was hoping that would, <laughs> yeah, I was hoping it would exchange into currency. Oh, and then you can like I've got like ninety ninety quid worth of uh, can you points to buy games. That'd be so good. It would. Anyway, Bill, I think that's us. Yeah, we actually end up speaking for quite a while despite having nothing to talk about. Something we're very good at. Yeah, we're just talking, just talking rubbish for two hours. But I think next week from now on we'll probably do that sales data thing. So I think it's quite interesting. Yeah, to I do find that. it quite curious as well because I completely see that on a weekly basis, and I'd probably agree with that. Yeah, it's cool. So next week is going to be a fun week. I think we'll have a is Steam Deck it? stuff. It's probably all you're going to talk about. Let's be honest. <laughs> yes, and Doki Doki. 
I was going to call it Doki Doki Panic. Doki, uh, uh, Doki, Doki. They should call it Doki Doki Panic. <laughs> yeah. They probably should. Bill, that's us, so take us away. Bye. Bye, everyone. Bye.